And now another episode of Mind Escape with Michael and Maurice. Take it away, Michael. All right, folks, welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. We have episode number 49 today, Psychedelics and Truth with our buddy, Paul. What's going on, Paul? How's it going, guys? Good to see you again. Good to see you. (laughs) How's it going, Maurice? Very good. Let's get to the truth. Well, it's it's my (laughs) truth. It's my truths. You know, we've all got our own version. No, 100% true, yeah. Well, it's true. Mine comes, the truth I'm on about comes coming from somewhere else, though, as well. It's not like what I'm just reading and stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I know, you know, people struggle relating to that, but that's my message. You know what I mean? I'm just passing on stuff. I'm not creating anything. I'm just relaying what I'm finding out in the other, in the other realms. You know what I mean? With, uh, with my buddies that you can't always see. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what was your most recent uh, experience like? Like, what did you, or I guess your most recent intense experience? Well, most recent intense was, um, was before we last spoke. It was last June. It was, uh, I had to, um, one very intense hit of uh, DMT. Um, since we spoke, I know I said I was going to do a high dose of uh, mushrooms, but I, did, I ended up, you know, I weren't feeling it, so we ended up splitting it in smaller doses, which was also very cool. Um, but it was more about just introspection and um, how it opened my thoughts and my mind about things and everything becomes so simpler, you know. Um, the last time I had any sort of experience was yesterday. Um, I did a, I was going solo smoking DMT, and what I've learned since I've been extracting my own DMT last few months is you need a second person. You don't need a second person. It's very helpful having a second person to, um, once you start going through, to give you the, the, the final hit that seals the deal, you know? Um, and it's not on your own. It's not easy because you're, you're after the second hit, you know, you're, you're going through and it's like everything, you can hardly see with your eyes open, you know, and everything's all just folding into itself and everything and you're trying to reload the last hit and it's and i struggled i couldn't quite do it to be honest um but i've got someone to uh who's interested in doing some journeys with me next week as well so i'm gonna have someone else to help me i'll help them uh and that's the way i from what i'm i've learned so far from doing it myself is yeah um you need a co-pilot you need a co-pilot, correct me, that's a good way of putting it. Um, it's not about you need looking after. They say a babysitter, don't they? It's not you really need looking after. It, it's just to get to get it done. Otherwise, you're going to struggle on your own. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who uh, have got their own devices and where you're doing it. Um, like the first time I ever smoked it was um, my, my pal did a makeshift device. It was a big two-litre plastic bottle. And um, you, you just you cut the bottom and then make a foil ball and then put the lid back on. You drop it into the foil, you know, for what, from what I remember, what I saw him put in as well the first time I did it, it was, it was quite a lot compared to what I've been playing with. Maybe that's why it was so deep. I don't know. But um, you drop it in, then you heat the bottom and it fills the whole bottle up and then virtually with that one big hit and then plus another little one he gave me, it was wild banged. 
Now, now I've got like a proper device, which is really cool and really smooth. I got it off, is it Bulvo Alvarez? Yeah, the, the, the Toad, Bufo Alvarez. Yeah, that's, that's the that's where it takes a name from. Um, it's the, the Colorado uh, River Toad or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's where he gets his name from. He uses that uh, moniker on a, on Instagram. And he the device is sent is beautiful. It's really smooth. Um, there's no harshness so, at all. So what are these devices specifically designed for DMT? Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. It's, um, I just find the topic so fast. I mean, Maurice or I haven't, we've never done it before. Obviously we've done other, tried other things, but, um, I find it fascinating. Like I can, I can listen to people talk about it all day long only because I don't know, I'm not, I'm not like jonesing to do it, you know, like if I was in a certain situation and it came up or something like it found its way to me or something like that, I might, you know, consider doing it, but it's not something I think about like, Oh, I got to try, you know, so anything like that. Yeah. Well, I uh, think you, I don't think you have, you're in the, you're uh, a part of your life where you need it. You know, a lot of these people go searching for something. They need to answer something yeah. in their life. You know, they might have, uh, I know my one buddy had depression and you know, he, uh, he did his research. He read a couple books on it, and he thought that it might help him, and it eventually actually did uh, help him. So it's just your own journey, like you were saying earlier. That's it, mate. Yeah, I mean, it, it, a lot of memes go around saying, uh, you know, you don't find DMT, it finds you. Um, well, the more people that are going to be doing it and talking about it, it's going to find its way to everybody eventually anyway, isn't it? But um, you don't, just because you come across it doesn't mean you should do it. I'm not saying anybody should do it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, not for everybody. Um, some right. people get a lot from reading all the books about... Uh, and well, I mean, it, it is the most potent psychedelic. It's not like, you know... Yeah. I think it, you know, you see like mushrooms or stuff like that. It's a little bit more mainstream because, you know, what, it's two, three hours and then done, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess maybe a little bit longer if you took a lot, but... Um, I think term, the dose thing's a lot different too. With mushrooms, you can take a little bit. You can take a micro dose. I don't know. I, I, I'm but you're but you're more with it, from what I understand. Like I know DMT. Like you were explaining, you need somebody there. Like that's some intense shit that you need. Like a babysitter yeah. there with you. You know. It is. It is. It is. Um, I mean, there's nothing that can go wrong from what I can see at all. It's it's probably the, one of the. It's far more safe than alcohol. Put it that way. But um, well, I think people have bad things with ayahuasca i mean who knows what's in each thing but you watch these yeah. documentaries and stuff and there yeah. are people that have heart attacks and shit themselves mm -hmm. to death and all sorts of stuff yeah cause it's so shocking isn't it what we could come across i mean it really can be shocking um that's why the 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 the, the retreats the shaman and that they they you know if they're doing it formally they want all your medical history and they want to know what you're taking and everything because it's you know it can react to things um Certainly, yeah, you ask what you're ingesting, ingesting as opposed to smoking it. But I, I see what you mean, though, as opposed to comparing it to mushrooms, because um, I've only ever done a high dose once um, last summer. And yeah, I know what you mean. I, I did six grams and I could function more than I could. I, I, I found myself walking around my bedroom doing all these speeches. I'm thinking, I can yeah. function. I can function, man. I'm like, I'm in my room and I'm like, all this stuff I want to get out to people, I mean, it was just flowing. It was like our channel, it was flowing through me. It became like, you know, I'm thinking, I could do a fucking speech on six gram of this stuff. You know what I mean? I could, I could walk <laughs> out and, uh, and I'll probably like, I'd nail it. You know what I mean? This guy had perfect articulation, man. He's yeah, like, I know there's, 
There's a comedian, <laughs> uh, Theo. There's a comedian, Theo Vaughn, who did a whole set on mushrooms. It's yeah. on YouTube. You should check it out. It's pretty funny, but he just keeps Send repeating that, himself. Yeah. yeah. Text me that. Send it me. Um, All right. Yeah, but it's like, but I mean, but also, I mean, then you've got your guy, your people who do the, the, the serious doses, like, is it uh, Kalindi Iyi? The guy from, I think, Chicago. And he does like 40 gram doses. Holy shit. Wow. I mean, that's what he's up to now. I mean, he, he says he describes, he said he went up in increments of 5, 15, up to 20. And he says when he gets dropped off and he's doing up to 40 grams doses, he's, there's nothing manifested there. It's like, he describes it like the Navy SEALs get dropped off in the middle of the ocean. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You've got to find your way. He's like, he dropped off beyond all these dimensions and it's just, there's nothing there. There's things that really, it's, it's, he calls it the realm of the unconscious. I don't know, you know, but. I would imagine that gets serious. You know, he says he, 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 he clings onto his bed for his life and all that. I can imagine. You know what I mean? It's because uh, it, it is, it's all scary. It is. Uh, it's like McKenna described it. You know, we've got to send feel, fearless people to these realms to report back on what they find him. Because even, you know, after doing 10 intense journeys, you're still, still fearful. Right. Still like, you know, it never gets like, speak to Dick. Dick's not done it for a while, you know. After all the journeys he's done, you still have that fear because it's it's every time it's different as well. It's not like it's always the same. You might have a very similar feel to it, similar place, but well, isn't that psychedelics in general though? Because I mean, when I was younger, I used to do it a decent amount. And every time I do it, I'd be like, "Oh, why did I just eat that whole eighth?" I'm like, "I'm gonna be fine," <laughs> you know. Like in it, but you have a good time once you're in it. But it's just like yeah. one of those things where it, it is scary. Like you forget how scary it is. Like right before you're about to do, it, you're like, "I'm about to go to a different world right now." Yeah, and you know. So yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's. I think the fear isn't just a DMT thing. It's it could be anything. I mean, I know it people is, that yeah. I know. I've seen people freak out smoking pot. You know, so just. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a little bit more rare, but it, it happens. You go pot, man. Oh, I mean, um, but yeah, no, you, you're right. Um, people do. Some people just get comfortable with how they feel and we're conditioned to stay want to want to stay in this comfort zone. You know, it's ingrained into us. And breaking out of it only brings peace ultimately, because you realise how there's nothing nothing here to fear. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Everything here is made, all the fears on steroids, isn't it? It's exaggerated. Like we've, you know, we've discussed, it's to uh, keep us in our boxes, it's to keep us controlled. Psychedelics, you're breaking us out of that box. Well, you know, we're at the start of the psychedelic revolution. That's what the revolution is going to be, revolution of consciousness. And that's why uh, we've got this big war on consciousness, aren't we? You know, we're yeah. familiar with that. It's not a war on terror. You know, or drugs. It's a war in our consciousness and our awareness of ourselves of what this whole experience is. Because when we do wake up to that, then it's game over for the ones that want to control us. Um, True. And I don't blame them. You know what I mean? Because like, like I told you last time I was on, they they were brought here. I mean, I can elaborate on all that if you want, but they they were brought here and they're just doing. You know, again, I don't I don't really like using the term God because uh, what a lot of people. The relationship they have with that word but they were brought here by the god system as well um like we all are they were brought here to um put us through the dark times and they they don't know love they're loveless and that's you know people say well how can um how can anybody do such 
evil things. Well, it's, if you ain't got love in you, then it's like, you know, a person is just like a piece of plastic, isn't it? You know what I mean? To, right. to them, it's, it doesn't... A robot. It's not... It, Sorry? So I can't remember if uh, last time we talked about this, uh, it sounds like you're pretty uh, spiritual. Are you religious at all? No. Uh, I mean, I'm, if, if, if you want to call love a religion, yeah, that's, that's my religion, you know what I mean? Because um, yeah. love creates everything. Sounds like mate. a reggae it, song. It, 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 Sorry? I said it sounds like a reggae song. Love is my religion. Yeah, well, you know, Bob Marley knew what he was talking about, mate. A lot yeah. of people will get on to that. A lot of the music people, you see, music's magic. Music men are magic men. You know what I mean? They, uh, yeah. Music does things to people. They don't understand. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Richard Ashcroft, uh, music is power. He's always, oh, he used to be always tweeting that and whatnot, you know? Um, a lot more to music than we realise because we're made of music. We are music. It's all sound frequency vibration, isn't it? You know? Um, well, our heartbeat, you all, know, that's the drum. Yeah, exactly, and it's in, it, 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 it resonates bang on in line with uh, the human resonance, the earth, the earth heart, the heartbeat of Earth, yeah? Sure. Which has been some mad stuff going on with recently, apparently. I saw, um, I saw uh, uh, an article about the human resonance last week, and it had a mad spike one morning last week, and I must admit, I felt pretty groovy, to be honest, and it, it had like, yeah, 7 a.m. Eastern time. can't remember what day. <laughs> But yeah, there's things going on with all the energies of this of this realm right now. I mean, um, past few weeks, I don't know. I've been feeling feeling different. I've been feeling more than ever, like since the last sports year, like I was having a bit of trouble being open, speaking about all this because you know I've still got a connection to how people who already know me they perceive me, yeah. but I'm breaking out of that. And um, the the podcast I did with you last September helped me out shitloads, lads. I've got to say that. You know, thanks for that, man. Um, oh, no problem. It was our thank pleasure. You. Yeah. Um, it really did. It took me a while to watch it because I can't fuck. I could never stand listening to my own voice. So I'm like, <laughs> I hate mine but, too, man. Yeah, but <laughs> but it's, it's gone all that. I mean, I don't know. I've matured out of it. I'm like, yeah, but I got a lot of statistics wrong. I mean, I got them wrong way around. I'm like, what the fuck am I talking about here? You know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you can see 95%? I meant, I meant 5% you can see. What, whatever. Look, <laughs> statistics are irrelevant, uh, ultimately, aren't they? You know what I mean? It's, yes. Like I can say, I'm not a great mind of uh, keeping all the statistics in. You know, some people can just relay them off. And I've, I don't know. I just understand the, um, the big picture of things. Uh, and in between all that, I'm just trying to connect the dots in between it all that got me from A to B. You know what I mean? But... Um, uh, yeah, it helped me a lot doing the podcast. Um, I've been showing it around friends and that, and you know, most are saying, you know, they're probably saying what 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 I want to hear. I don't know, but they say, no, you come across well and that. So you know, I think I can do a lot better as well. I can brush up the way the way I communicate with people, like not cutting in all the time. <laughs> but um, I think it's all about intention, though, too. Like if you're doing these things and getting something out of it that's positive, that's benefiting you as a person, and other people notice that. I think that's yep. far more important than, let's say, somebody just doing something to see cool shit or getting yeah. something materialistic, you know, out of something that could be used as a tool, you know. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's it. I mean, I, you know, I'm just about, I just want to talk about it with people. I want to spread it. I mean, I am. I, I've, I've just been away on a, a club soccer trip with my son and I'll talk to some of his um, 
know, we stayed over for three nights and, uh, you know, at night having a couple of beers and having a chat with uh, some of the parents, you know, and um, I opened up to a couple of them about it. And one guy, he's already like looking into it anyway. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> oh, we went. We're in a corner all night. Honestly, I didn't stop for her. Like a lot of people in Normie can imagine. And, and it was just, we were brilliant hours. You know what I mean? Stood there with the same beer for about three hours because it's rabbiting. And um, people kept coming over. What are you going on about? It's like, oh, we'll, we'll save it for after. And then another guy came and he got involved. I'm like, yeah, and it's happening everywhere. I really am seeing, um, not just online and things like that. I'm seeing uh, locally that people are interested. I got, uh, I got, I got a few copies of Richard's um, Spirit in the Sky book before Christmas. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. And I sent them out to a few, you know, people who've um, given me their ear, who've not, like, just shut me down and that, who I can tell, you know, there's uh, someone in there they want to know. So I've been sending the books around and... Uh, That's a great gift. Yeah, you know, well, it's, it's a gift to everybody, isn't it, that boot? You know, things like that are, you know. I, I, I feel that boot can relate to a lot of people who have got a background like me. I think it can uh, communicate to them and it, it seems to be doing so. So keep it going. You know, they're saying, thanks, what can I do for you? you know, it's like nothing. Pass the book on and say, read this. That's what you should do, you know. Um, right, right. Things are changing without a doubt. Um, uh, certainly online in social media circles and that. Um, I've just deleted my twi Twitter account, actually, as well, because I'm sick of getting, I'm feeling myself getting drawn into silly. People just want to argue. The awakening community is an absolute yeah. mess. <laughs> the mess right now, isn't it? You can see how it's been infiltrated. Of course, it has infiltrated everything that gets popular. And they chuck a bit of truth in there with a load of shit. And everyone just argues about, I know more shit than you know, and all this. And really, yeah. if, if you are awakening and you get into a certain level, you don't, you, you, you don't want to argue anymore. You want to right. harmonize. It's about bringing well, it all together. Yeah. Everybody can't be right either. Everybody thinks you they're know? right, but everybody can't be right. And Truth is probably somewhere completely crazy, but somewhere in the middle, you know. Um, I, I think, I think though too, like what you're saying, like about like social media and people commenting and just the negativity and the fighting and the bickering. What I've been doing is I use it as a tool to like increase my patience. So I'll just read a bunch of comments. I'll be like, oh, what the fuck? This person's an idiot. But then I'll be like you know what, I'm not going to comment on that. And I just, you know, kind of restrain myself and it's made me a more patient, calm person yeah. in those scenarios. That's like, I don't know, but that's, that's like a, um, you know, we shouldn't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not something that, that's not the way that this should work, you know? Well, think about it. Like, if you're trying to, if you're trying to get someone to agree with you by yelling at them, that's not going to make them agree with you. Think no, this Are is you it. Pay attention, you know. When someone starts yelling at me, I fucking shut down immediately. So, yeah, bang on, mate. That's it. And I, I used to be a yeller. I just shoot people down, and you see it. <laughs> Every experience you get with people, no matter how much, if somebody really pisses you off, you've got to look at yourself. Why well, I'm getting really pissed off? Because right. what I'm learning, and, it, and, it, and it's, it's. For what I'm experiencing as well, it seems to be true. When you really see someone in someone else, it really grinds you, really pisses you off because it's in you. It's because it, there's, exactly. there's, a part of, the part, there's a part of that in you that you've not got rid of yet. And because you're, you're not facing it, you're just looking at other people's. And that's what I was on about last year. We've got to start looking. I'm like, um, I hope people didn't think I'm, I was saying, you know, we, 
we don't go and sort this out, we do, but we've got to sort ourselves out. And when we're sorted out, then we can we can sort everything else out. You can't. Well, that's you can't like what I want. That's what our one buddy was saying. When you get angry, it's because someone's deterring you from doing something. Maybe, maybe it's, a, uh, you, it's you expressing an idea or you're on the road. Someone cuts you off. You're, they're delaying you from getting somewhere at a certain time. So you get, that's what the anger yeah. comes from, you know? Well, I mean, driving a car is a perfect example. Everybody beeps their own and goes mad at the people. And everybody, mate, everybody does the same bad maneuvers. Everybody does a bad maneuver. It's just that that once, you know, that, that time you're seeing someone else doing it, you're going mad at them and then uh, and they'll drive yeah. off and they'll think, I did that last week. I did it yesterday. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That is well, that is where one place where I do see my, my anger is uh, subsiding. It, it's, it, I'm getting a grip of it because my road rage is gone. It used to be a right road rager. And now I just blow people kisses if they're going mad at me. And you, you see it diffusing them. Throughout up to you, blow me kisses. I think that makes more people, I think that makes people madder sometimes too. Like I, I've... Somebody's cut me off before and then like waved at me like, I'll fucking kill you, bro. Like, what do you yeah. think you're doing? <laughs> no, I, I give him a thumbs up. Uh, me and my cousin Rob, yeah. instead of flicking him off, you just give him a thumbs up because they don't know what to think of that. They don't. Yeah, no, yeah. they don't. I mean, yeah, Mike's right. I mean, some people do to get even angrier, but then... And then I'll, then I'll just, if they come at me again, I'll start laughing. I mean, I'm a calm person, but that would, if somebody cut me off and then pulled it, she'd be like, what the fuck, bro? You have the, you have the balls to do that? I don't, no, I don't mean that, though. I mean, like, you know, some people, they don't need to be cut off, do they? Some people go, go off at you. Yeah, that's uh, true. Also, but people, people are just angry in general, aren't they? And when you start seeing the bigger picture of why everybody's angry, it helps you, it helps me to just take a breath. Not always. Sometimes I do react, but then within minutes I'm like, "What are you doing?" No, no, this ain't me. This ain't me. this ain't actually me. It's something that's been put in me. You know that I'm reacting to. So I want to be me. So I want to be in control of my own emotions. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about, really. Um, yeah. When you've been in, when you was emotionally highly strong as I am, and certainly as I've been, that's it's it's the right mission. I'm telling you, I'm being tested, but uh, <laughs> but I'm winning. Um, whatever winning is. <laughs> but yeah, um, the, the, this so-called awake community, they, I suppose everything goes into a state of chaos before it gets better. Uh, to, to fix anything normally, you have to make it worse to make it better. Like uh, I used to repair windows and doors on a scratch on a window to, to, to improve it. You've got to uh -huh. scratch the crap out of it to make it beautiful. You know what I mean? And that's what's happening on a, bit, on a bigger scale, really. You know, worldwide, uh, each community. These people that think, you know, we're um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm awake. You see, awakening has got so many different levels. You just keep going, and then you think you think you're there one month, and then three months later, you look back at three months ago, and you're like, oh, what? what oh. I mean, the only thing that bugs me about that are the people that are like, oh, I'm awake, and they like it, they constantly throwing it out. It's like if you were awake, you'd don't need to even say that you know not and not that even oh. that's yeah you'd be um, learning more like he's saying you know you're mm -hmm. awake you know how much farther you have to go because it's never ending yeah right i mean if it, you it, when you're looking for the gnosis and you find that shit you don't need to be projecting it out there and that's why i think people there's the occult the cult just means hidden and then people yeah. that find this knowledge they just hold it to themselves i think I, th I think I see it two ways. I think that maybe there should be more open communication with people that have knowledge, just, you know, whether it works, doesn't work, could work. Maybe if we could experiment with these things and figure them out. And then, you know, the other thing is, is 
there is some people that can't handle it or just don't care or whatever the case. So there's, you know, they might say those are the people that are conspiracy nuts that are like, oh, you know, uh, you know, the crazy shit, like the Alex Jones type shit. Like it just, it goes too far, you know, like, um, yeah. you know, there's a certain amount of, yeah, that makes sense. There's credibility to this, you know, but once you really start doing research, there's holes in a lot of stuff that people project out there that are like for sure conspiracy theories or this for sure didn't you know like so i don't know i think there's a lot of disinformation out there too but the whole point of what i'm trying to say is i think when you have this knowledge like you're talking about it just seems beneficial to keep it to yourself and to understand it from that perspective and grow off of that as opposed to just shouting it from the mountaintops and then people being like what the fuck are you talking about you know yeah I see that, mate, and I do. And I've had that. I've had that argument with myself or discussion with myself a, a lot. You know what? Why? You see, I've always worn me out on my sleeve completely. I'm too open, if anything, for my own good. Um, and I've had this. I've had this discussion with me. Why? Why do I feel the need? I want to. I want to speak to this to people all the time. You know what I mean? Um, and I've been thinking about it for three years, do I really want to do this? And uh, the, the, the man I am is what I've, the, the, the evil shit I found out about this place, and it's not theories, right? I mean, the, the, I've got a very, very deep fucking understanding of evil, mate. Um, I've, always, I've always been a bit obsessed with evil, you know. <laughs> What's it all about, you know? But I used to think I was a bit weird with it because I used to have all these really deep, dark thoughts. But, um, why, so why, why can I not stop this urge to share it with people? It's not like, oh, fucking, because I want, I want people to experience the beauty I'm experiencing for a start, um, because I want everyone to win. You know what I mean? Everybody. Um, and also I think, well, why someone like me, I mean, Luke, I can keep a secret if a close friend says, no, I've got this, you know, keep it to yourself. Of course, I can keep that secret, but if right. I anything out, like, no, no, fucking hell, what about this? Check this out, everyone. That's the man I am. Also, the, 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 the deep, dark, evil stuff I've found out, you know, I understand you, that it's meant to be, but, but I also that, know. I was I just going to say, that's, that's stuff that you were just saying, though, like uh, wearing your heart in your sleeve and sharing all this cool stuff that you learned, like, that's fine. I'm like yeah. I, like I retweet stuff I think is cool all the time. I think that aspect of it's fine. It's just these people that are self-proclaimed uh, yeah. I'm awakened, I'm spiritual, you know, they've got a product to sell or this or that or Yeah, it, yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things where I think that you know, you when you do it it's 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 the right way to do it like I would say, you know, like if you read a cool book, yeah, why not tell somebody else to read a cool book, you know, but when it comes to like Oh, look at me. It's almost like an ego trip with, with mm -hmm. you think you're being spiritual and you might be a good person, but just putting it out there like that's kind of annoying. It is. And that's what Tico, mate. Um, what Tico is very, very clever. Are you familiar with Tico? No. Wetico. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. Um, w E T I K O. It's a native uh, American. Term. Uh, I think further north in Canada they call it Wendingo. Okay. And uh, these, the ancients speak about how the, uh, the Europeans, the Europeans brought it over when uh, they discovered America. Um, what is it's, it? Uh, it's a virus of the mind, and it's. Um, oh, isn't there like a? There's like a. Um, 
isn't that like an evil dog being thing? Like in, uh, am I thinking? I think I'm thinking of something else. But I think because we're from Michigan, and mm-hmm. the the Indians that were that lived in Michigan, uh, there's this dog. I, I forget I forget the name of the dog. I thought it was uh, whatever you just Wendigo or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's this like evil spirit dog thing that people see in the woods, and it's Native American. The dog man or whatever, but is I don't know. Is that the same thing? What you're talking about? You're talking about a virus of the mind. I mean, I I yeah. don't know. I don't, I don't know if there's any correlation, but <laughs> there might be, mate. See, all the stories they tell are things. They're not. We read these story in the Bible. It's a codex. It's not the story. This guy went there and did that. It's it's all parables of uh, you've got to work it out. Um, and that's what the native uh, stories are about as well. You know, the great phoenix coming down. It's. That's how they describe right. it, and they pass it on, and it things like that. It makes the story interesting, and kids yeah. listening to it are going to relate to it. And then you know, but Watiko's a virus of the mind that's very, very clever. Um, even people in the world who who really a lot of people who think they're serving God, you know, spiritual people is you know everybody's spiritual whether they like it or not. But people who are in line with the spirituality um, think they're serving God, and they're really not. It's um, like they say, the people that are uh, still about all about making money and uh-huh. making a name for themselves or getting this out of there and that and listen to my idea. And yeah, look at these guys like Bill Graham and shit. It's like, Who's that? Uh, he's just a big... Uh, he's like a televangelist. Christian. Yeah, yeah. He, oh. you know, he gets money, he's flying around on a private jet and he's asking... He's, no, who's yes, the other... Or, who's Joel Olstein? That's the other yeah. guy. Was, oh, I know about oh, bro, my mom likes him, man. <laughs> he bought, he bought uh, <laughs> where the Houston Rockets used to play and that's like where his church is now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, it's, you saw me meme I tag you in, the wake up one. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, they, they do that, don't they? I mean, I tell you what, there's a shitload of energy goes on in them. They've got like 180,000 people in a room with them. Yeah, and, uh, Oh, and all the energy that's whoa, being whoa. Are we oh. are we taking drugs now or what? No, I was just that oh, went, uh... it went into affinity <laughs> I'm trying to I got found a picture of this Wendingo thing. Because it ate well, your well, bait. Well, I mean, there's a guy, an author called Paul Levy. I spoke to him a couple of years ago actually when I first started working up to everything. I had a chat with him because I got his book. It's called Um Dispelling the Curse of Witiko, Dispelling the Curse of Evil. Yeah. And he had a serious um, psychotic break from reality in uh, 1981, you know, um, which is what's happening to us. I, I had a psychotic break, basically. I mean, I if you if you really saw this thing on the screen that I'm looking at, you would probably have one too. Yeah. This one, um, Tigo. It's it for me, mate. It's truth. It's it is a virus, and it's come here, and it's um. Here we go. It, it's a master of stealth. Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? It, Oh, no, Legends of America. No, well, again, no, it's, it's not what I'm <laughs> describing. I'm not describing a beast that wanders around the swamp. You know what I mean? It's uh, Well, this thing says it takes yeah, over your I, mind and shit. You were saying it's a virus. Right. This could just yes, be the well, physical. This could just be the physical manifestation of that yes, through, yeah, through I mean, myth, front, you know. On the front of Levy's book, he's got like this drawing of, um, it's got, it's, I should have brought it. But anyway, um. Paul Levy, Watiko, dispelling the curse of evil, and um, and he elaborates on the Native American stories. Um, 
And it, it's it's what it does. It, it, it makes people think that you, you can think that you're operating for the good. You know, I help people, but what you're really serving is your ego. It it, it, it confuses you to think you're serving other people. You're not serving your ego, you know. And uh, Paul Levy's got a more of a modern term for it. He calls it malignant egophrenia. Mm. Yeah, which is the, the me virus, short on it, M-E, me virus. It's all about me. It's all about self-service, yeah? It's what the Europeans brought over to the spiritual shores of um you know turtle island america um they've been trying to get over here for a while for i can see the um the luciferians in europe because that's why they've been finding um roman swords and whatnot on the coast of canada they've probably been sending ships over for centuries until like you know they were making these ships you know on the end of 1400s until they were making them durable enough they weren't making it over in enough numbers and Vi they found viking um artifacts as well aren't they? yeah and uh newfoundland or no yeah new, newfoundland, new brunswick right? somewhere yeah it's uh 1000 ad dated i think it's eric the red is who mm -hmm. came over vinland is what he called that area and then this lady uh i forget her name she's a uh archaeologist but she uses like satellite imagery they thought they found something earlier too um on the coast over i think uh, by maine and Canada, the canadian border but ended up not being as old as they thought or it wasn't even really uh viking but yeah i mean people have been coming over i mean you look at like shows like uh oak island and uh, oak island yeah yeah even uh america on earth i think with scott walter um mm -hmm. There was just an episode about these guys from uh, England that they found a, a tombstone uh, carved with ruins, like a like a outside of a cave, and they dated it back to like 1200. So obviously, I mean, that's a long time ago too. So what were people from uh, Britain doing in the West mm. in 1200? You know? Yeah, we're not told about that in the books, are we? You know, it's well. History's been written in a certain way, hasn't it? And um, what's be, what's happening now is, and the independency and history's being rewritten. You know. Um, so, so what do you do with your kids? Do your kids go to public schools or? Yeah, um, they're doing fine. What about like some of that system. stuff? What about some of that stuff like the history shit, the Egypt and? We we revisit it when they get home and tell me what they learn at school. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> they go here. So, see, I'm, I'm not telling them. You see. Teachers do a great job. They've got. Right, they've got yeah, it's a sticky situation, I'm sure. Yeah, and and they they just fed a load of shit to pass on, you know. Um, I know I know a couple of teachers, and I can, you know, I, can I don't really broach it with them because I, you know it's just going to offend them. I, I can see why, but um, yeah, yeah, it's a bullshit system. We know that they're, it's indoctrinating indoctrin in our kids. Um, I don't, I don't go right in the deep end with my boys, you know, they're 13 and 15. Um, well, you got to let it come to them too, you know, you can't, for, it's like teaching them piano. If you force it on them, they're not going to like it, yeah. you know. No, I'm, that's what I'm finding now as well. I mean, uh, my wife travels away with work a lot. And so we ran out last week. We had some good chats. They were, they were asking me stuff. It weren't just me saying, hey, what about, they were asking me things. They were thinking for themselves and that's what I'm all about. Um, I'm saying, I think that's the most important thing is thinking coming yeah. to your 
I'm not saying, look, you can't be a doctor and an archaeologist and a historian. You know, you can't be all those things at once. But if you're interested in some subjects, you can definitely do research. And there are anomalies in everything. You know, like nothing's 100%, you know, even science. Because for science to, for there to be a fact in science, it would, there would, you would have to do every other, you would have to do an experiment where you debunk every other possibility in the yeah. entire universe for that you know specific mm-hmm. thing, which is not the case. That's why usually it's a hypothesis or a theory because there's no way to actually turn it into a fact. Yeah, that's it. People are obsessed with having a, a, a some proof that you can grab hold of and show everybody. You know, <laughs> um, you can't. I mean, ultimate truth has got to be found by yourself. You know. Your own truth. And, um, and again, truth isn't what we're looking at, is it? It's how we're looking at something. It's, pers- it's the perspective, the angle of it. It's not like what you're looking at, like the old six and nine number, yeah? It's wh- right. where, where you stood from, looking at it. It depends, you know. Um, and all you can do is find and try and try and find your own hon- honest perspective, you know. And I mean from your heart, not where you think, what you feel. Because ultimately, we're, we're creatures of feeling. That's what, that's what another thing I've been taught in the, on ayahuasca journeys is that originally everything's feeling. That's the, old, the oldest language in creation is the language of feeling. And that's why more and more now, some things come into my head. I'm like, oh, I don't know, but it feels right. And then I go and research and, and it's like everything I'm looking at is like, yeah. I mean, I don't know where it's come from, but. No, that's what I've been reading about recently as well, is that um, nobody really creates ideas. They just pull them out of the, uh, the field. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Or like they build off say, something that somebody else did, you know, like, I yeah, agree. Well, they, they either come from the, like, random thought generation or something built off of what somebody else has done, you know? Yeah, it, well, we, we all get out everything from the one mind. We're all separate fragments of the one mind, and, you know, we're all here too. We do come from one thing but we're not here to be one we're not here to be the same we're here to be completely unique that's the whole point of us separating into all these perspectives yeah we're supposed to have different a lot of us have very similar perspectives but never identical that's not the point to life the point to life is to come here to be unique and then we can give the feedback through our through our thoughts to the mate the one mind yeah and that's how it all expands and grows. It learns off itself and just keep growing and expanding. Um, and that, again, back to school, that's what schools do, isn't it? Schools, oh, you all think the same, you know, you got to think like this and not. <clears throat> schools should be bringing, the system should be bringing out individuality out of the children. What, what's your talent? Um, and I can see a future that we'll be doing that, you know? Fact, I've well, I mean, with, that's it. something where I think technology could... Mm-hmm. be beneficial because right well if you look if you have one teacher teaching a whole class yeah i mean it couldn't be effective and if the teacher is a good teacher i'm sure they will be effective with their message and their lessons and stuff like that but imagine i mean i learn i've learned more from watching youtube videos and reading mm-hmm. books on my kindle and stuff for, through technology than i did throughout school you know so i mean it just goes to show and you know like school you learn a lot of basics but you're just you know it's kind of the same basic subjects you just keep building on through each grade you know until you get to the point where it's like the most advanced version you know version of that subject so um but i think 
there's a lot of mystery out there with a lot of these subjects and you don't ever get taught about that. So um, even back when I was younger though, in like uh, high school and um, and middle school and stuff, uh, I had a teacher that had been to like every country in the world and showed these slideshows of all of his travels and, you know, doing all these different tribal ceremonies and different, all this cool shit. And I just think, wow, like, you know, you don't think about the world like that. That was like my first, you know, and we had traveled, I've been places, but it was, it's not the same thing as, um, somebody that, you know, been to the pyramids and showing you a whole slideshow on, you know, the pyramids and Southeast Asia and all these different temples and all sorts of cool shit. So, um, when you're exposed to teachers like that, I think it's a great thing. Uh, but I think technology, if, if, they found a way to apply it in terms of not so it's like so cookie cutter um everybody learning the same thing but maybe it can be tailored some yeah. like sort of system where it knows what you're looking to do or what you want to pursue or whatever and then it tailors a a system of learning you know towards you in, in that sense you know yeah that's it i mean technology you know ideally is going to be used to uh to further us not but it, what, what what we can all see is it's being used more and more to contain and controls you know um yeah yeah that's a scary yeah, and it all it all comes from who's a, who, who's the head of this snake you know because we're all following it you know what i mean and the, the head of the snake is uh is evil ultimately but it's evil here to put us through um a tough time yeah but don't you think that's part of how we got here like, don't you think that's the, the internet's like, I mean, I know the internet's allowed me to take my mind places and yeah. think about things in different subjects. So I think it's a double-edged sword. I think it's, yeah. you know, like in the Indian, you know, we have our buddy Chris on here sometimes and we talk about like Vedanta and the Vedas and different things. It's mm -hmm. something, you know, you could use the internet to come up with a cure for a disease in a program and you could also mm -hmm. go on and bully somebody till they kill themselves you know so like mm -hmm. it can be used it's just a thing it's just a, you know just like yeah. a, a psychedelic is just a naturally occurring or synthesized thing but until you do it or do it too much or whatever the case may be you know that that alters the whole you know game yeah. it's the same thing with the internet yeah i mean some call it the devil's playground but it can also be god's playground it's it's like you know what this vessel we're given we can either use it for good or for, or for bad it's like anything it's it's like every single organization on earth the people at the very top are the same people they run it all but in every organization whether it's a religion or, 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 or a company or or whatever there's going to be good people and bad people in it yeah i mean what is good and bad it's again well, let's yeah. just worry here. We're in this game called life on earth and there's, there's good and there's bad. There's opposites, there's, you know, polarity in it. But every single organization, the, the vast majority are good, well-meaning, well-intended people. And I'm talking any organization, like whether they're secret, semi-secret or out in the open. Um, for instance, uh, you know, the Freemasons, they're getting a lot of stick now. Um, uh -huh. But people just don't understand what they're about, like I didn't. I'm still still learning what I want to learn. Um, ultimately, I want to speak to the people higher up there, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to cut out the middlemen. For what I know now, I want to speak to the people that are pulling the strings, you know? We'd love nice to talk chat. to someone too, so if there's anyone out I think there... We're try, we're, we're, I was working, I was texting with somebody to get somebody that is a 33rd degree or 32nd degree, yeah. whatever it is. Uh, is it uh, the author? What's up? The author. Yeah, yeah. 
Hey, uh, Newman. Yeah, so I was trying to reach out to him. He said he'd come on. We just haven't set something up yet. But, um, well, I mean, but yeah, I would like to ask him questions. I mean, obviously, there's a lot there. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, too, you know, you, you do go online and like anybody that's into like aliens and conspiracies, oh, the, the, the Freemasons are controlling it and they're all saying um, spells and they don't know that they're saying spells and even that they're being misleading by the people at the top in there, you know? So it's like, People go down these crazy rabbit holes, and even if there's truth, it can't be some like uniformed lateral thing where it's just spread across. It's got to be something so contained because there's no way. Think about like the way people are. Like we all like to think we can keep secrets. Most people can't keep secrets, and I think when you see evil, it's more just like ignorance or like lack of compassion, lack of empathy. I'm going to do what's best for me. Fuck everybody else. Like that kind of thinking. It's not like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, it's like a, not like a Mr. Burns from the Simpsons where he's like literally trying to do evil shit. And, you know, maybe there are people that do that, but I think for the most part, it's just the people, um, like I said, just like a lack of awareness or compassion and everybody can do what they want too. That's the other thing. Like we're all here, we're all in the same game, you know? So I can't fall. I mean, obviously you, there is evil out there and you shouldn't be an evil person. That's fucked up if you are. But, you know, in the terms of everyday mistakes and different things, we all make mistakes. We all do dumb shit. Mm -hmm. We all grow. We all learn, you know. So, I mean, that's just my take on it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, ignorance is the um, – ignorance Ignorance fees evil. You know, ignorance is evil because certainly now, like you say, we've got all this information on the internet and now people – the truth isn't hidden from people. People are hiding from the truth because when you get to a certain level of truth and what's really going on and what this place is about, it becomes a great responsibility and people don't want the responsibility because it means, you know, well, I really should do something now. <laughs> um, and that's what I used to feel. I've got to go out and do something. But three years, three and a half years later, I'm, um, no, yeah, I'm going to do something, but only feels rushing. You That's see, what, what I was showing the early, the early ayahuasca ceremonies, and then we'll, I never spoke about the, uh, the second trip I had to Peru last year. I never spoke about that, and I learned some different level stuff then as well about, about myself and about why I feel like I want to get all this out as well, because that's what I came here to do, because that, that's what I used to think. Um, so what, why would somebody like me, it's all nature, it's all part of nature's plan. Why would someone like me have this, this awakening, this reawakening to it all well because it's time to um get talking about it that's why that the only reason someone like me has been allowed to allowed access to all this information is because it's time to get it out there and i'm a person I've, I've analyzed the crap out of it and i can't i'm learning some real deep and spiritual stuff yeah <clears throat> about our origins and all sorts and you know, I've got to, I've got to fine tune the way I relay, I relay it. You know, because I've been told by in these realms that I'm, a, I'm some sort of bridge. You know, there's loads of us here with bridges from the this realm. To, now's the time to um, bridge it back again, get reconnected. Um. So now, now's the time to get talking about it and get it out there. Um. You know, you look at all the ancient prophecies calendars like the main calendar ended in 2012 uh -huh. end of the piscean age into the age of aquarius uh, but i also read in between in between each each era is a uh, transitional period and i read i can't remember where it was it was seven years 
And we're, seven, we're in the seventh year since the uh, December 2012, yeah? So I'm, um, I'm pretty confident there's going to be some pretty uh, groovy things happening behind the scenes this year, and they're going to be coming out as well. Uh, and I can see moves being made in the uh, celebrity scene as well. There's some people who are starting to come out and they're, they're losing this fear or they're thinking, right, well, I've been holding this back for so long. I'm con you know, they're contracted to not speak. That's why they can off them so, so easily. It's all about, it, it is all word magic. That's another thing I learned about uh, on an ayahuasca experience. People that run the old show, uh, the people that brought us language, because language keeps us under a psychological spell. It's all symbolism. Why the letter A is like that, you know what I mean? Um, alpha. Yeah. Um, Never really I imagine it represents patriarchal dominance, you know what I mean? The alpha males at the start of the alphabet, it's, you know, it's the first letter anybody, a kid learns is A, triangle. Um, Again, I, I tell people about this, and they thought, oh, you're going a bit fucking deep now. It's like, well, everything, <laughs> one minute, it's all like, well, work on return. Well, no, it is. It's all meant to be like this. Don't, but my message is, don't fear about it. Learn about it, and you will not fear it anymore. The people in charge at the top, the, um, the Luciferian, you know, we've got all this about the Satanists and all that. Well, it's all, they're all part of the same thing. It's just there's only two energies here, ultimately, when you, you step right back. And the ones are Luciferians are the atonists, yeah? Um, they worship the atom. They were, it, it started off, funnily enough, 3,300 years ago. There's that 33 again. Um, with the Furrakanatan and the Hyksos priests. They changed the, um, the laws in Egypt, you know, go and eat what you want, treat people like this, however you, however you want to treat them. You know what I mean? But there's only one God and it was a... Uh, they brought in the monotheistic religion, yeah, just the one God. Uh, oh, and by the way, if you if you sin, you're going to go to hell and all that crap. You know what I mean? Puts everyone in a state of fear for the next day, many. Well, I don't think the Egyptians like uh, Akhenaten. That wasn't the the thought. I mean, he just the one God, or you know, like the sun. If you see the Aten and yeah, this somewhere. All but them. So, but the so, whole part the part about what you were saying about like I think the Egyptians though they there's the underworld and it's not necessarily hell. It's where you go when you die and the way you're hard and, you know, you go through the whole balance kind of a thing, but the, even like Christians kind of the same thing, it's purgatory. It's not really, um, it, you know, it's, it's, you know, uh, ancient Greeks had the same thing. So, I mean, there, there might be something to that, you know, like, do we go to this realm when we die where it's like a waiting room for do you go back do you go on do you you know like what's the what's going on here you know like well that's where i went when i said last time i saw the i saw the guy um that was the duo and that's the realm i i keep going to they also call it uh netta uh net is where the term nature comes from apparently the, the origin of the word nature netta yeah and that's what this God is, it's nature, it's everything, it's everywhere, it's in every atom, it's an intelligence that's behind it all, um, every atom. Um, and the Jewat is where, is, is, is precisely when I've, I've read about it, where I, I read about it in Spirit in the Sky, and then I went looking into it online and everything I read, it's like, oh, this is where I go, that's the place. Um, and that's, these, the, I meet beings there in the Jewat. And it is, it's, it's like a buffer place in between. You'll, you, you saw a review 
decisions you made in your life and things like that, not review them, mate. You, know, you can't forget the picture of what I'm saying, you know what I mean? It's what, what do you think that is, is it a multi-level thing? Like when you've experienced, is it something you feel like there's more and more like it's infinite or is it something like there's this realm and the other realm and you, you know, is there only two, like based on your experience, like, well, what would your, um, forget about what people believe in, like, but what's your feeling like when you're there? Is it like, there's two worlds, there's this material world and then a spiritual realm and you float in between there. Or is it something like, two material realms or infinite spiritual realms or like what does it feel like it's it's not material realm it feels spiritual people manifest how they want to look now we come here we're fixed into these bodies this is how we look though some of the entities will just constantly everything nature never never ever stops does it never stops changing it abhors stagnation constantly changing now we've been in a time where Everything slows down because our consciousness and our DNA has gone to sleep. Everything does. We, we can be controlled easier. You know, if people want to keep us controlled, everything can stagnate. And it, it never, ever stops, but they can make it seem like everything's really slowing down. In that realm, everything's always changing. I've, I've been looking at somebody and they're ready. Just the face, it just changes to something else. I mean, I'm not going to describe what else, just things that I've never seen before. They're constantly changing. So when you but, so, go, go ahead, go ahead. All right, all right, but everything's got an energy signature, right? You communicate through, like we were saying before, through feeling. Yeah, that's the oldest language in creation, language of feeling. You just know straight away that there's no bullshit. There's no lies because you can't lie. You're going to lie if you're using words because you're thinking, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to bring something else out that's different, yeah? Your energy is just instant. You communicate, bang, like that. Um, and nothing ever so, so then so even though things are changing their appearance you still know it's the same thing you know what it is because it's your the energy signature it's got yeah so I mean that when I've been telling people that like well you'd be talking to one thing the next and then it'll change you know you don't know what it no you do know it's not like that everything's feeling you feel like I said before you feel far more at home I feel natural it's where we're from it's our headquarters you know what I mean? It's where we mooch around in between doing experiences. Maybe it's where our souls are always there anyway. You know what I mean? And we just go to that place where everything already is. Because like I say, I, uh, I had some strong communication with what I perceive as, as, as my soul or my high self, whatever you want to call it, uh, the high body, um, the higher intelligence that we've all got. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, you go there, and then you will go to other experiences. Maybe they'll say, right, you've got to go back and you go, you're going back to the, the, the Earth school, the Earth, you know, or you go back to other ones. There's, there's all different dimensions, but the duat, to me, seems to be a place that's in between them all that you'll just go back to. Yeah? And this is where, like, again, I was saying last September where I was getting all the, the, the lessons. Uh, I, was, I was being shown things and taught things off different, who seem to be specialists, entities showing me this and that um one of the major ones i remember more than anything um was about how language fixes this matrix because everything's a spoken word it's all vibration sound comes out your voice and it creates sound vibration and frequency that's why we, we see all these uh these texts of wisdom you know um think about 
first of all, it's what you're thinking. Clean that up. Because if you clean that up, you clean up what you're speaking. What your words are very important. You know, in the first, uh, what was it? The first day there was the word. The word was with God. I can't remember what it says, but you know, there's a lot of truth in that. Um, words form the matrix we're looking at. Um, this is why is it called? Is it this this sponsor retreats where you don't speak? I've got a friend who's done some of them yeah. and he says you come out and you're so clear minded it's untrue he said it's weird how you feel and i can get that you know imagine doing it for a year nobody's speaking we probably just it will probably pull out our other abilities because they go yeah. dormant it, the language and the writing helped it, it, i mean it was going to happen anyway but it helped speed up everything going dormant and to sleep and then we have to find other ways of communicating and whatnot yeah so, so it makes all, sense all, for all, evolution all, in evolution, if the next, you know, big thing would be losing speaking, you know, because Drugs. it's kind of like, no, no, you just know, like, like, you know, telekinesis or whatever the fuck you want to call yes. it, you know, reading people's minds. Like you just said, if you didn't talk, you'd be so good at reading people's body language and like energy well, and stuff like. Yeah, it makes our other um, senses a bit, bit lazier. You know what I mean? Yeah, so deaf people are phenomenal at that stuff. Yeah, um, and so they were showing me how language was created. They brought here on purpose, not by the baddies, by the, the people that oversee, the, the neutral, the things, the beings that oversee it all, completely neutral. They know it's just a dance between the same energy that comes here to separate. As a play, dance, entertain, because they like to be entertained. That's what they were telling me as well. You know what I mean? Do you, do you go uh, in thinking about um, this kind of stuff? Like, um, do you go thinking, like, go into this experience thinking, I'm going to see these entities, or I'm, or is it something, like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, is it suggestive in your mind already that you're in that mindset going in, or is, right, it, something, yeah. or is it something that just happens involuntarily, like, once you're in there? Good question, that, because um, after me, again, back, kick me back to the Amazon, because that's where it really kicked off for me, but um, after my third... The third ceremony, the things I was shown that they're telling me that I've, I'm, I'm, what my life path is, what I've come here to do, it was so big and overwhelming. I'm like, this is some sort of fantasy. I've created this. So again, it's the um, my left brain arguing with the right. My left brain going, no, oh, no, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, but everything's making sense though. But this is, it's so fucking big. Whoa. I, pu I pulled the shaman. I went, I went for a talk with the shaman and the, the facilitators. I'm saying, Luke, you need to tell me now. Because the I've met some, I've met the souls or the high. I don't know of some people who were predominantly famous, and it, they were showing me to go and find them, to get find my way to them, because they're my. Once we get together, things are going to start happening. And again, it's it, it was just all like a like I had a wet dream, like a fantasy yeah. of mine. Like, okay. But I said, Luke, you've got it. You've got to tell me now. I need to know because the, what I've experienced last night, especially, it was, it was beyond mind blowing. And I, I, I was trembling. I, mean, I still do sometimes. I was trembling. All like, what? What? How the fuck can I pull this off? And it's, um, I sat there and I said, Luke, I know, I know the shaman. He's he's been working. He's been working with it for 30, 40 years. Um, and I know he's he's learned all this stuff. He, he Taught him how to uh, grow a, a, far, a permaculture farm. I can I'll tell you about that. That's interesting. He's got Chinese billionaires over watching how he does it. Um, the plants taught him how to grow plants. Hmm. Um, 
and it's working, it's thriving, permaculture. Um, I said, Luke, I said, my experience is, could there be anything that's already in there and it's just showing me what I want to see? And they said, no, no, in, in no uncertain terms. And I, you know, fully, I, I trust them. You've got to have trust sometimes in life, you know. You can't just be skeptical right. about everything. He says, you, will, you are shown what you need to see. They show you, which will inspire you to get on your life path, no matter what it is. And I'm like, well, fucking hell. <laughs> but that seems <laughs> like, I think down. ayahuasca is obviously, from what I understand, a lot more spiritual than smoking it. But yeah. my question is, okay, so let's say you smoke it. You're talking about ayahuasca right now, but let's say you smoke it. Do you go in before you do it thinking, I'm going to contact these entities or I'm going to feel this or I'm going to see this? Or is it something that just you smoke it, you go into this world instantly, and that's just how you're reacting to it? Um, like I say, it's, it's pretty similar. It's, it's not as spiritual, right? Um, ayahuasca, yeah. It's a lot more... Yeah, you feel the presence of a lady nature, Pachamama. You know, it's a feminine frequency in charge of the experience. Like she's in charge of this whole realm, to be honest. Um, not not of it all, but certainly this place. And um, you don't get that when you're smoking it. It's just it's like just eat mushrooms. You're like freestyling it a bit more. Um, but I saw I see sim very similar beings that don't want to teach me now. When I smoke it, I've not seen the little comical style entities that are just super friendly and just want to be. I've seen more. It's more straight into the. Um, no, not serious, but very sincere. You know, I mean, nothing should ever be taken seriously. That's one of our issues we've got here. Um. Well, I, the, the second time I went to the uh, to Peru, I went to the Sacred Valley. Sorry, down south. Um, which was beautiful, recommend going there. Um, but I got a different experience. It was none of the... It was when, when I got there, they like, it wasn't all this, oh, yay, blah de blah is here and all the uh, cool, friendly stuff. It was, right, you're here to learn, bang, watch this. And I was like, boom, straight in there, like, whoa, I don't know what they're showing me. But it was all about symbols, everything's symbolism, you know. That's how these, the people that control everything, they communicate together. It's all symbolism. It's all brands, you know, logos, logos, yeah? Um, and then I was taken to this room and I was sat down in a, in, a, in a room with another, again, I struggle relaying this to people because they just don't fucking believe it because it's one of me uh, musical heroes, so to speak, you know what I mean? Yeah. So whatever. Um, but it'll come out in the end. So I, I sat down anyway, and it's all they were showing us um, how, what, what language is all about and what it does to us and how it keeps us under a spell, like a sort of a trance. And then I come home and I start looking into her language and everything. And I go, there's a book called Word Magic. I can't remember who it's by again, sorry. Um, and that's, again, it's all about this. This lad, he's, uh, I don't know where he's got it from. He's teaching us... Um, the origins of language words. You see, I, I realised when I come back after that and thought, so why? This makes sense why English is the world's language. Yeah? This is Because I had a feeling years ago, for some reason, they want the world speaking English. This is before I started awakening. I thought, why, why do they want everyone speaking English? Um, because it's, it, a lot of it's taken from Latin, and Latin is full of word magic. That's why they scrapped it. Because people who were using it were uh, probably all sorts of stuff were going on, that, you know. 
Words have got mag uh, magical weight. They really have, if you know what you're doing with them. It's like the term abracadabra. We all think it's silly magician stuff, you know, and pull a rabbit out of an app. Abracadabra, when spoken correctly, it's an ancient Hebrewic magic word, which means I create as I speak. You know, it's all about the vowels. That's why Hebrewic is... <laughs> they use the vowels a lot in a funny way, yeah, because it's all... You've got to speak these words. It's like the Om chant, Om chant, yeah? You've got to do it in the right way. And when yeah. you get it, that's you'll get a deeper experience in your meditation because it's it's reversing the dimensions through the sound, through knowing and holding certain notes of sound. You know what? I um, I started listening to these uh, frequencies on YouTube when I meditate, and I actually yeah. get better, get deeper into it with better visuals yeah. and stuff. Um, it's like 528 hertz and then um, 432 hertz, which actually I think mm -hmm. 432 is the frequency that our Earth um is yeah. on but uh yeah when, when you do that stuff it um for some reason that i tried the ohm stuff i don't know it just didn't really resonate no pun intended with me um the way <laughs> that it, doing it right man the way that it should yeah maybe i'm not but i found my own way and i ah, listen yeah, yeah. I, cool. I listen to these frequencies and i tune into these frequent frequencies and then you know sometimes when i'm at, that's why i don't do like psychedelics anymore or anything like that because i don't need to i can meditate and see more shit than i would see mm -hmm. closed eye shit you know than i would on some of these substances so uh, yeah I mean, maybe not I dmt uh, maybe not dmt but you know maybe? Others, what but. The, what are you talking about? <laughs> well when i um I, I'm, I'm winding down I mean, it's funny because marijuana is legal now in Massachusetts, and I'm at the time Cheers. it become legal. I want to wind it down. I'm, I've had enough of it after 25. I've not had enough of it. I love it, but if you do a serious edible, it. though, you probably will hallucinate. I mean, that shit's potent as fuck. The edibles that yeah. are. Uh, if my pal gets them, yeah, um, yeah, you can. Sometimes you think, oh, it's not, it's not doing anything, and then you have another <laughs> couple, and then like, yeah, be careful. I'm not, I'm not doing. Anything. Can't move. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I get visuals more when I meditate um, when I've had a bit of marijuana. You know what I mean? It's, you can and, and I can zone off a lot easier. But I, I want to yeah. be able to do it without that. You know what? It's just right. got to keep keeping away at it. It's 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 not an overnight thing. It's probably going to take me years to be honest. To well, that's get. what I was I was thinking. Uh, some of these monks that can meditate. You know, I don't know who we were talking to, but they're saying if you can achieve, if you can get to these levels, it, it's better or it takes you further than the DMT. So I don't know. I'm just talking about from what I hear. That's again. There's a lot of snobbery on the uh, in the communities about that. Oh, they are, everyone argues. Oh, I can go deeper meditating. Well, how do you know you've never done both? Well, I've done both and this and that. Well, who cares? We've all got a different experience anyway. All that matters really is what what you're getting from it, and is it True. improving you? And are you helping people around you? But yeah, a lot of people. I I see that a lot. Uh, I was speaking to a guy, um, a, a, a guy, another guy was an hero of mine as a kid. He's a lead singer of a, a, a British indie band. And he started following me on, on Twitter. And he sent me a message. We were having a bit of a chat. Because I mentioned about ayahuasca in one of his posts. And I know he's, he's into ayahuasca because he's in the documentary Truth Reality. Have you okay. seen that? No, I've, I'll check it out. Is it, what is it on, Netflix? About, is it Paul Walker who died, the uh, yeah. actor? Yeah. It was, yeah. It's his girlfriend. She she went doing a trip and uh, uh, she did they do they do um, peyote San Pedro mm -hmm. and then they do ayahuasca. Uh, it's very good. It's online. It's made by the people who did Thrive called the Truth Reality or the Reality of Truth. Can't remember which way around. 
doesn't matter. And in that, this guy, this singer, he's lead singer of a band called James, and he and he's um, he's asking me about it, you know, on, on the DMs. And I'm like, freaking hell, fucking Tim Booth, man. I'm having a chat with Tim Booth. And it's like, well, yeah, you know. So I just, out on my sleeve, told him everything experience, you know, in a, in a condensed way. And I could, the way he come back, like, I was amazed because he's, he's like, oh, well, you know, that's your path. And, you know, and then, you know, you, you can't dive in with this. We've got it. I'm like, what do you mean diving with it? I'm just telling you what, uh, you asked me, ask me what I experienced and that's it. And this is what I want to do. And he's sort of telling me, I'm, I'm, you know, in his own way, I'm wrong to do that. And that he's been into this for 30 years and he's been teaching um, dance trance and all this for 25 years. And like, I'm, like, I'm not trying to say I know better than anyone, mate. You asked me. But <laughs> then I can see this. There's a level of uh, these spiritual people. Like and yeah, can imagine, they've been doing it for decades, yeah? And then a new, a new wave of younger ones like me come through and... A lot of stuff goes on with me in a very short space of time, and they don't like it. I mean, that's like, how like, it is. That's how it is with this stuff. It's ego, mate. That's what Tico. Uh, you know, you, they should be loving it. They should be like, yeah, yeah, let's let's get this snot thing right. snowball. But I'm, I'm feeling, I'm getting a lot of that. It's like, oh, can you know? You can't know that. And like, you're know, since three years or whatnot. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm just passing a message on here. I'm not fucking creating that, it ego to that, try and impress people. That happens uh, with not just that. It happens with music too. Where uh, Kevin and I are, we're more he's are uh, big Grateful Dead fans. And once the Grateful Dead started to taper off, Fish, I'm a bigger Fish fan actually. I just like their music, you know, a tiny bit more than the Grateful Dead. Fish. Well, yeah, I work with a guy into him, yeah. Yeah, but these people fight about this stuff. I'm like, oh, that's better. Fish is better. It's like, dude, they're both fucking. They're both fucking sick, and they're different bands. Like, why can't you like them both equally? Or what? Why does you know? So it's just it's it's this new new generation now. You know, Fish is getting a little bit older, and you got Umphreys and Mungin and all these younger bands coming up. So it's just this the wave. It's the same thing happening. Yeah. With uh, like this guy, he said he did it for thirty years. He's probably like, who are all these fucking young punks getting in the game yeah. now you know i've been doing this for you know so i get that yeah, they mentality. should be happy about fucking people getting into their getting into the mindset and getting out of the norm you know yeah but what it is what i find is because they've got a fixed way of how it all should be done right and now it's all everything will change every every few i mean for me it's like month to month week to week sometimes i mean not everything most things have stayed the same, but some things will be like, no, no, that's tweaked a bit, that's tweaked a bit. It's, a, it's an evolving process all the way along. And they've got this fixed, you know, we all get fixed perceptions of things. I'm you know, battling it every day, yeah. Yeah, but so then that perception they've got is being challenged a bit by these new perspectives and they don't like it. Well, you can find a bit more wisdom because this is how it's going to be. There's going to be, I mean, I, I read a thing uh, a couple of years ago that there'll be what they call way shows popping open. Yeah. They'll, within a very short space of time, they'll more know than all these people have known for ages. You've got to right. accept that. Boy sung about it in uh, All You Pretty Things. You've got to make way for the Omo Superior. Bowie knew what he was talking about. When I look back at his stuff, he's like, you know, he knew, he knew very deep. <laughs> You know, as deep What's as it the, gets. What? Last album, his last album, Black Star. Listen to the lyrics on Black Star. You, you go researching, you know, he said the Villa of Ormond, there's a, a candle in it, is your eye. I went researching Ormond. Well, there's a, there's a town oh. called Ormond in Norway. 
but there was a Viking king called Orman, and he was a very, very dark, nasty one. And, uh, it, you know, it'll have been part of the bloodlines that spread after the fall of Egypt and that, you know. Um, so there's, there's a lot more to that as well, you know what I mean? Bowie put all sorts of clues in his, his, certainly his last work, but his early stuff, you know, he knew what it was on about. He knew what was coming. Um, so it's got to move the camera a bit. Sunshine's coming out. Um, but again, the music scene's full of people. The music, the people who rise to the top of the music scene are magic men, magic people, men and women. And um, they've got this actual little bit of magic going on in that they can communicate to people. Um, it's like, uh, I was on about it a bit before. The music scene I'm into um, is like Oasis, Stone Roses, and now... Um, you look like you're from Oasis, the band. Well, yeah, of course. I, I modeled myself <laughs> on the image. You, know, you do. Into, uh, you, you look like you're the third Gallagher brother. I'm not I even just watched yeah, the Gallagher Hyperion. and that. No, I, I used to have me like Ian Brown and, um, at school. Ian Brown had a longer gig. It's a gig wig. I've always had a gig wig, I call it. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> it's, it's my nice image. I want to man. be in the band. I, I need to get that thing. When I was 15, I wanted to get, get a band going, and none of my mates did. We, we ended, up, ended up doing heroin instead. Off we went with that. And Yeah, that's a, um, bad, that's a bad turn. Well, it, never happened. it never happened. Um, it's funny as well, because when I had my astrology chart done last year, the, the fucking stuff in that that made sense to me. She, she was telling me like, oh, two and, a, two and a half years ago, you went through a transformation. And all she had was my date of birth and me, the time I was born, you know, as accurate as that can be. Um, right. And she even, it says, um, it explains how I've got a real deep knowledge of uh, darkness and evil. I've got uh, Pluto, and I think it was Neptune is in the same area of my chart as uh, Sigmund Freud and, uh, and Jung. So that's like, wow, that makes sense why I've had these dark, evil, I, I, I can understand the evil, I don't know why. And then at the end of it, it says, you've got charisma like, um, like Mick Jagger, like lead singer of a band would have. And I'm like, well, fucking hell, I've always wanted to be in a band and be a lead singer, and that's, that's fucking me. You know what I mean? Never happened, whatever. Um, but yeah, back, back to the, so the Verve as well, um, and then the Stone Roses, all three bands and all three lead singers are all split, split up from the bands, and they're all doing solo stuff now, and they're all, like I've, uh, I sent you about Ian Brown's latest new yeah. material. Yeah. First World Problems. Did you did you watch the video? Yeah, I watched everything. You sent me yeah, a few other ones got too. References to all the, the geoengineering and all that. He apparently he's, uh, takes a lot of pictures of that. <laughs> and the lyrics, you know, halfway through the the, the song is is the the, the verse. Um, all is a distraction by design, a trick of smoke and mirrors to steal your minds. All is an illusion, mired in confusion. He knows what he's talking about. He knows everything's energy. Yeah. He knows that there's people, you know, in place to steer our minds a certain way. Um, and that's how it's meant to have been, but now it's time to change it. And that's why they're coming out speaking about it, you know. Um, again, some of his other lyrics, Ian Brown, he's... He but do you think that there's that much control or influence on us, though? Like, that's what I... Like, I see people talking about it all day long yep. and all the alien websites and all the alien yeah. threads and all the truth and conspiracy and all that stuff. Do you really think that there's this, like, big agenda? Because it'd be hard to control 
that much. You know what I'm saying? Like I think, like I said earlier, I think it's more just ignorance, and then it like snowballs yeah, kind of. You know, it is as well. But they've planted. Now, if I wanted to control everything, I'd plant ideas into people that oh, it could. You know, it is there's truth there, but it's not ultimately it. You see, we we are naturally beings of love. Um, we come here and we ain't got a fucking clue. See, not another thing I've, I've learned is what, when you realise you loot around everywhere, nobody knows what they're doing here. Nobody. Right. People in places of authority, everyone is just going along as they find it or what someone else said. No one's really running off experience, you know what I mean? No one knows what they're doing, which is fine. The people at the very top know what they're doing. They know what we are. They know what this experience is. They communicate with the realm they have done for since Egyptian times. The Egyptians revered DMT. They knew what it was about. It's all about DMT. That is. Do you think they knew about DMT? I mean, I know they for sure well, yeah. knew, knew about Blue Lotus, which is a psychedelic hip, hypnotic. Yes, mate. I, I firmly, again, I don't want to sound arrogant with it. And I, and I, I, know, I understand people think that. It's not that I think that people, this thing, the uh, system in control. I know it. Um, I've I've been shown a lot a lot of things uh, in the Duat, the ayahuasca realms. Uh, I think I said to you last September. They told me the reason I I understand so much about them is because I'm one of them. Uh, my energy signature is I don't know. It's like those, but as hermetic teachings, the hermetic teachings explain. Um, they've told me I'm, I'm identical in nature to them, but opposite in degrees. Um, they're all about deception and hiding, and I'm all about getting it all out in the open. I'm the opposite. Expose. They want to hide. I want to expose. It's the play of energy going against each other. That's why I can't shut up about it. Um, and you're going on another retreat soon, right? You're going to go with yes. Dick. The author of DMT in my cult mind, Dick Kahn. Yeah. You guys are planning a trip. It's gonna be yeah, we we, we booked it, we're on it, um, in March. And again, that could be interesting because I'm not counting on it, but I'm I'm a bit excited because the last two retreats I've done, it's shown people, fellow drinkers, things about me, um, which helps me convey what I'm trying to talk about. <clears throat> um I mean it's going to be a cool time anyway with Dick, regardless. Um, Where are you guys he's, going? He's going, to have some, he's going to have some really deep uh, communication. I'll, I'll, I'll bet that now, you know, um, without a doubt. What the fuck? Can you see this blue shit going across my face? <laughs> yeah, yeah can. we can see arm. it. Um, no, uh, but no, well, we... he's never done it before, right? Like, I, I know... Not the ayahuasca, no, but um, yeah, it's yeah. going to... Again, I mean, people have said to me he's going to be in for a shock and all that. Well, no, he's not. No, he's not. He'll, he'll, well, he'll I think smoking, up. it's more intense, though. So, I mean, from yeah. that standpoint, I'm sure he's going to be yeah. fine. Fuck, in um, the sense that it's longer, more drawn out. There's more mm -hmm. of a spiritual side of it. So you're probably going to experience things um, for a little bit longer than you normally would. Like, there's no getting out of it right away like the other one, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you see, you, you, 
when you're smoking it, you're just sat in a room somewhere and it's like, oh, I can do this or I can't. If you go and book a retreat in Peru and you're sat in jungle and then you're not, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it. Well, I've come all this way and I'm doing, I've done all this. Yeah, yeah you can't walk home car. or go home from there. You're not yeah. going home. You're, you're there. Like, uh, and then you, you, you can pass up on the brew, but like, well, why the fuck have I come here? So, so you do it and then you get it down you and then it's like you get the butterflies then you're waiting for it to come on and then it, it eases you in yeah <laughs> lasting it's like it's a bit it's a more shock to your system like that you know and even though it's a lot quicker but like i say you know you've got to when i, I take my mindset into being a kid again when i was a kid i'd jump out of any tree i'd jump over anybody whatever just take that leap be a kid kids have not got any fear in them right and that's the way to be because you, that's when you live. You live when you when you've no fear in you. That's when you really start living. And you can look at kids. Uh, what a good time they have. They just need a few sticks and stones, and away they go. They've got you know they've got props. Hell you know yeah. we're bored at eyes unless we got a film blast. We, we want to be, don't we? You know Pink Floyd sung about that. We uh, we're too comfortable with being a lead role in a cage than a war on part in a war on consciousness. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I want, I want part in the, the war on consciousness now. That's exactly what's my forte. That's what I came here to do. I mean, life from uh, Pompeii makes you want to want to fucking take some psychedelics. That's for sure. What? What? Do, sorry. Live from Pompeii. Have you ever seen Pink Floyd's? Uh, they go oh, to, right, you know, right, right. You know Pompeii, uh, Italy, where the volcano yeah, yeah. blew up and covered everything in ash. There's like an amphitheater there, um, and they did a recording. I don't know. It was like the early '70s. Um, and it's just literally them in the amphitheater playing to nobody, but it's, it feels like they're playing to somebody. It's, it's a really they weird. They're playing to the energy that was left there. Yeah. 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 There we go. The only, yeah. Everything is energy. Everything. Um, but, um, but yeah, like I said, the, uh, back, back to the music. Sorry. I mean, you know, I always wander off. Back to the music. Um, the lyrics they're coming out with, I mean, this is another thing that um, it showed me, you know, are, are the people in control that need getting out? Yeah, they're not going to, they're not just going to roll the sticks and leave, um, even though they know that they're in fear now and they are suffering. I was shown that as well. The people that are committing these horrific acts, um, mainly against children, women and children in particular, which is spreading, they're, uh, because they know that their, their energy is, is losing the grip on it, the grip on the, this reality now, yeah? The new energy is coming through, the love energy, yeah? To change the, the, uh, the program, uh, this experience. So it's a, like a yoga what cycle, we're, we're on the upswing then. Here's yeah, right, and it, so what happens is, as the, the vibration of this realm rises, of Earth, as it raises the vibration with love, it becomes very uncomfortable for the ones that are loveless. They're, and they're fucking suffering now, mate. That's what I've been shown. They're, uh, they're actually, I took them to this place where they're hurting children and I, they were showing it and they're going to see, see, and see how, how big it is. And it was, I, they were showing me, and I, I mean, is this like another thing? Is this a reflection of my mind? Well, it is, yeah, because I've always been a dark thinker anyway. So they offer when is this real? <clears throat> Why are they showing me that? Well, because I'm part of uh, what's going to change it. What changes it? talking about it, shining a light on it, exposing it. When you expose a parasite, it's game over for the parasite. And that's what the, they are. The, when, uh, the Wendigo, right? Yes, correct. <laughs> well, we're Tico. The, the parasite. <laughs> um, I know, the I'm just fucking. Yeah. Energy. 
their energy is parasitical. It, it can't produce its own. They have to pull it off others. That's what rape is. Rape is, uh, is not a sexual act. Rape is an energy theft, ultimately. It's all about the power trip. And it's that feeling that the rape, the rape is getting from the victim. It's this power thing. It's not a sexual... It, well, it, the, it, the person doing it, the person getting raped is like, I just got raped. I mean... Yeah, it's crossing over. Yeah, they don't understand that. You know what I mean? And it's, but that's what's really going on. It's, it's energy theft. Everything's all about energy. And the dark ones, uh, I say dark ones, they're actually dark, are they? <clears throat> the Luciferians get everybody looking at the light and the light's only. Now, if, you, if everybody's just looking at the light, they're ignoring the shadow. The shadow just gets darker. And that's how it thrives and how it, it, uh, it succeeds. So that's why it thrives. It. That's why it thrives in like Hollywood and shit. Yes, correct, mate. Hollywood is absolutely. It's. It needs to. You know, it's never going to be fixed. The, the, the Hollywood was Hollywood was created to uh, propagandize the people. Hollywood actually uh, means propaganda. I mean, uh, you know, the, the tales are about the uh, the druids, the fashion ones out of. Um, the hot wood from the holly tree because holly is a very specifically spiritual connected tree yeah uh, again it sounds like some of harry potter but you know if i if i was in charge of all this and i wanted to keep it hidden i'd put these crazy films out making everything you know wizards and all that and wands and everything <laughs> the druids kept their communities under not you know a spell but in certain because if people have got to be I mean, like Pliny and all those famous druids that. Yeah, Pliny I mean, the I'm Elder. I read, I read the first thing. I've, I've never heard of Pliny till last week. or reading a bit about yeah. Pliny, um, but what is he? Uh, he's he was just a druid. Druids were like um, they were the priests of the, uh, the priests slash scientists slash um, mystics, but like that kind of a thing. Oh, yeah, okay. and they were very secretive. They were secretive order, and they uh, fashioned ones. You know what I mean? And yeah, seer stones, uh, where it's like a, a stone with like a hole in it, and you're supposed to look through yeah. it and see something. I mean, I I don't know how that's. You know, maybe they were on psychedelics when they would do that, or something. Yeah, like <laughs> you small this and look through my hand. Look what you can see. <laughs> <laughs> poke them in the fucking but, uh, eye. Well, that's where Hollywood, that's why it's called Hollywood. Big black letters blazing on the side. Words have got weight, you know what I mean? They've got energetic weight and uh, they know what they're doing. They fully know what they're doing, those guys. And, and they come here, they know they come here. You can do here, do what they will. You know, that's the thelmic term, isn't it? But it, it's do what they will to under love, you know what I mean? It's do what you want, but without hurting others. Now, if you hurt others, then you're gonna have, there's going to be consequences and it's not necessarily going to be in this life either, but it's going to be, you, you'll have consequences. Everybody will. Um, yeah. It's not going to be eternally, you're not eternally damned, but you've got to bring back into balance the, the things you've done, you know, that weren't very nice. Um, and again, that goes back to, you know, Hollywood keeps us all um, propagandized with all the bullshit. Um, that is exactly what I would do if I wanted to uh, keep it all hidden. You uh, make it just look silly. And that's the that's the best way to hide anything, you know. To make it, if someone yeah. really, if somebody took it seriously, then well, you silly gets freaking some film you watch that you're just fantasizing. Well, they're very clever, and I, I, you know, I have got respect for the people that do all this. They come here, and someone's got to do it. Um, 
Again, I was shown this. It's not something I've, I've brought. It's what I've experienced in ayahuasca. I mean, so. that's similar to like the Vedic stuff where it's like you come to this planet to learn something specific to grow your soul or grow yourself. So what yeah. you're saying is some of these evil people are here to play the the part of the evil people knowing that it's that, but maybe, you know, like the, Egyptian, the, the Egyptians were very keen on the... Uh, idea of duality you know dark and light and it's almost a necessary balance we've talked about this too that you know so, we talk about people care about good and evil and this and that but look without any evil there would be no good because there would be right. no counterbalance to what it is there would be without um you know darkness there would be no light you know and that's what a lot of alchemical spiritual side of stuff talks about i know um you know the emerald tablets of thoth you know uh what I got from it is humanity's purpose is to transmute uh, darkness into light is kind of right. what I got from that. So, yeah. um, so like these are just kind of ideas that are embedded in, you know, esoteric texts and, uh, you know, a lot of these, you know, occult type, you know, teachings and stuff like that. But I mean, there is some truth I, I look, a lot of stuff you say definitely resonates with me. The, the thing mm -hmm. I have a hard time understanding is this hierarchy of a massive order. conspiracy thing. oh no, no not even that just like the malevolence of it like i said i think it's i think what you do is you get these people that are into fucked up or weird shit they mm -hmm. meet other people that are into fucked up and weird shit and it's just snowballs from there and it's less about um god or the devil putting them in that place to do these like that's what people think you know yeah. people, aliens the devil or you know evil spirits or whatever like whatever people you know there's just crazy shit out there but i think at the end of the day like i said it's just an ignorance factor it's and not like what you're saying we're all here to play a part well if these people are playing a part then um what's the greater purpose you know but then we could talk about that all day you know to teach does i mean it's to teach us mate see this is it yeah it's both it is us doing it as well our ignorance is feeding it but there's also a body that has to steer the experience right and it, right. they've been here for three thirty three hundred years uh at Canarton was there's all sorts of stories of where he came from so do you think I he's anything with that. you think he's evil then Akhenaten? because they well in the pants what is evil? And for me, like, let's just call evil hurting others. Um, there are people here, they, they are addicted to hurting others because that's what happens. That's what happens to a lot of victims of uh, child abuse. It takes, it shrinks the soul back. They lose connection. So they grow up they're, and, and they're, they're lost. They, 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 the people are, this is why it, it comes round again. I mean, I don't, I don't want to go, no, I know. I'm specifically actually yeah, curious about that. I understand that, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, uh, it, it's it, it's a chain that's got to be it's got to be fixed. Like any chain of, uh, of of pain, it needs to be healed and it's got to be broken. And it's only going to be broken by us getting our heads out of our asses and admitting that we have been mugged off. We, we have been mugged off, but it's meant to be. Why do you say Akhenaten though? You've said it a couple times. Like that's because the, the people, the Luciferians are uh, they're Atonists. They are the worship what Ak the Akhenaten changed the religion in Egypt, and that's what right to still. to to one God. Or but yeah, my question is yeah, what um because that's it's not that different than Gnosticism. But like why 
you're saying that the, the pantheon of gods that they had before with Osiris and Isis and um, you know Horus and all those were the good gods, and then this one Aten god was the evil god. Is that what you're interpreting well, it no, as? No, it wasn't. Kanata was a pharaoh. It was a pharaoh, wasn't he? And uh, he, he, um, the Hyksos priests as well who came over. They're, they're in bed with the. Uh, the the Canaanites and the yeah, because uh, they moved the they moved the civilization to Amarna, which is very far and in the middle of the desert, away from the main area where everything else was. But uh, I was just curious it, why again, you said, but what what's linked? Like, what have you read or what have you learned that's linked to this uh, Akhenaten being evil? Because I I the real only reason why I'm, I'm bringing this up is I equated it to something different. I thought that there was a lot of Egyptian gods in that I've learned about or read about, like Set and different, you know, mm. um, Anubis and just different, you know, gods uh, that seemed a little bit more negative um, than the idea of there being this one principle of creation that's responsible for everything. Like, that's what I got from the whole Akhenaten thing. And I think the reason why they scratched his name off everything and broke his statues and, you know, all that kind of stuff was. Um, because they just wanted to go back to the multi-god or polytheistic aspect yeah. of, it, of themselves. Well, again, when we read history books or we see, we see anything on TV, again, we've got to look who's, who's behind this ultimately. Um, what are they trying to tell us? How are they trying to steer what we... I mean, and then you've got your independent guys who go and look at their own things and they're releasing books. Um, Again, the, the dark time, the dark age we've been through, it's meant to be like the Yuga cycle, the Kali Yuga, yeah? So things have got to be changed with the way, the way it, it's done in the, the pinnacle of civilization, which was then, it was Egypt, supposedly. Um, that to bring that, the old the way of being civilization down of Egypt, yeah? Because they knew what, well, not too many people there knew what were what. So it got brought down, and then the story goes, the Egypt and the, the Pharaoh and his army disappeared into the sea. Well, they disappeared into the sea of people. They split up because they knew they had a, a role to do here. We've got a, um, and that was their mission, and they've been very good at it. They work hard at it. They, uh, they came Rome. They, became, they went into Greece. They became, again, they, uh, again they, they've only just been getting organised in the last 200 years where they've all come together. They've all been operating from different, they've been serving the same energy but they've only really since the industrial revolution the rothschilds got all the banking system going this is what's brought them together now they're all around the same table they're all serving the same energy in days gone by but they were warring as well and now they realize in the last 200 years the only way to really because the word technology is taking us They've got to organize themselves and get together. And that's what they're doing. And that's why every single nation, there's not a single leader on earth that doesn't, isn't operated by, controlled by the Luciferians. They're all in the same club. Luciferians are, uh, what, what is Lucifer? Is the bringer of, uh, the bringer of light. Right. Uh, and that's what Paul Lee describes in his Watiko book. Um, he believes divinity has been revealed through the darkness. Yeah. So you, that's what my question was going to be is you would think that with a name like that, bringer of light, that that would be a good thing, you know, and not. Um... Yeah, ultimately, it is, mate. Yeah, ultimately, it is uh, because we've all had to go to sleep in a hibernation period. And then 
they don't just turn up and go, oh, it's all been a mug off and um, this is what you really are and now you're going to wake up. So then the experience is already set up in play, yeah? You come here and the, the, the task is, can we find our way right. back to love with all these temptations? You see, the, the, the Luciferians, they're in charge. They run every single organization on earth. And Lucifer's all bad and that. Well, in between, there's some bad stuff that goes on, but it's necessary. I mean, and I know Maurice has been into the Saturn shit lately. He really loves yeah, yeah. this shit. Yeah, Saturn yeah, is, is Satan. This is tickling me pink right now. <laughs> Kronos, mate. Kronos. Like I say, Kronos is time. Again, he represents restriction. And uh, we come here to be restricted. Uh, and that is what makes it so tough because we're not used to this. You know, so hold on a second. Let me, let me interrupt like, you. So if you believe in all this Luciferian and stuff, don't you have to believe in a... Because you said you weren't really well. I guess you could be spiritual. Never mind. That's 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 irrelevant. Right. Well, see, for instance, um, their job has been to turn us away from um, recognizing our shadow. Right. When we accept our shadow and we recognize it and we learn about it, we that, that brings understanding to it all. People in religion, you see, the atomists, they created uh, Judaism, they created Christianity, they created uh, Islam which have all got bits of truth and, and scattered around. Right. Um, you've got to find your own way through that. But um, certainly Christianity, it's all about, you know, don't sin, just look at the light, be a good person. You know, there's no, they, they eradicate the shadow, the idea of it. What does that do? Well, that makes the shadow even darker. So it lets evil carry on doing <coughs> its thing. Yeah, doing its thing while we're all carrying on with our lives, serving their energy. You see, it's, it's all a play of energy, yin and yang. And then um, it gets us to a point where we are now, where things are getting so fucking dark behind the scenes, yeah? And it's growing. And they're firefighting, trying to keep it in Hollywood, yeah? Uh -huh. In a political level and everything. You see, they're all, they're all in this club. And the people at the top now, if you're in power or up there, chances are very, very likely that you've had to do some uh, nasty things to get where you are. They pull up all the people. Same in Freemasonry. Freemasonry is full of good people. They really are there to uh, expand their awareness of things and to become better people. But at the very top, they serve the same. They serve Lucifer. They all serve Lucifer. Um, that's what Atonism is. It's all about making people look at the light, the bringer of light. If people are just focusing on the light, the darkness gets darker and darker, and then it gets so woke that it all just starts coming out anyway, and we will find out more organically about it all. Do you know what I mean? Um, right. It's like I say, I mean, I could go into great detail of what I, what I was showing things and that. Um, you know, I, I don't know where you, where you and some of the viewers' mindsets are at. If you want to well, that, I was going to ask you, do you, know, but, do you know anything about World War Two? I, I know it sounds kind of like it doesn't have anything to do with this, but it seems like that well, would be a big turmoil over... What was good well, or what was they, bad? Not, it, if they pan out, look, Hitler was funded by Zionists. Now, Brunin, the German Chancellor, sent Churchill a telegraph in '37. See, I've just found the most amazing thing. Um, I found out that um, the N is it the NSPD party, what they were called, never called themselves Nazis. They were um, they were funded by Berlin's top Zionist banker and his Zionist friend. They got the party going. So I used to wonder, where, where did he get his money from in the first place to just go like that? Um, you've got to have funding from somewhere. They were funded by Zionists. Now, that doesn't make sense, does it? Right. 
because there's a lot more deep. Not you know, I'm, I'm not an Holocaust denier or this and that. A lot of nasty things happen, but the scale that things are said, no. Well, my they're question. Hiding, my question is, people, Luciferians are using Judaism to hide behind. That's why Rothschild created the state of Israel. It's it's uh, it's like Ike was on about. It's um, it's a fiefdom. But, it, but to me, like to me as an outsider, it looks like we were against. Like if all the world's powers were all combined, then why were we all fighting each other? That's that was because they, no, they, 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 the elite, the elites. Comes uh -huh. from the term L. They're Lites. Okay. They stay where they are. They keep us all busy in the big show. Yeah. Um, keep us all so, in a state of fear. That's what the Cold War's all about. You know, fear of pushing a button and everybody's low. Do what we're told. It's the same. Yeah, but game. I think what he's saying is like, if if that was true, then like for you're saying this banker and whatever, you guys got fucked up. You guys, they Werner von Braun fucking threw shot a. Uh, V2 or whatever rocket across fucking Europe and, and blew up a lot of London. I mean, oh yeah. Look, they, they, they don't mind blowing, the, killing their own. They're not. They're, they're, they're psychopaths. Look. Well, no. Well, my question was, who's who's on the wrong side? Was the were the allies? Are you saying the allies were are are a negative force? Who was on the right side? The people, the soldiers, the people, the Lord, the, right, the people right. launching shit. Like the First World War. Those those fucking assholes sending. Fucking how many thousands over the top to a certain death? They were, they, it were just they were just emptying the. Uh, they were changing the uh, landscape of the the male gene pool in in the countries in France in Russia. You know what I mean? They killed millions and millions on purpose. And what happens then? You got a nation very easy to control. You got all the fighting men have all been slaughtered. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a bit of insurance for them as well. It's it all it's all connected. It all serves the same agenda. And it's about so you're, saying, so you're saying Hitler was Hitler was following Luciferian, the Allies uh, well, following Luciferian. Well, Hitler was super into the occult. That he had a special team that would go around looking for religious and all, uh, artifacts not, and all sorts of crazy shit too. Because he was looking for some sort of like magic bullet to end the war kind of a thing, which we ended up get. That's the weird thing is we ended up getting that magic bullet with Oppenheimer splitting the atom and creating the atomic bomb, you know? So yeah. um, things work out in a weird the, way. They're into the mysteries, mate. I mean, again, um, I'm not saying anything about, about Hitler, this and that. I just know there's a lot of bullshit. We are not told what happened. There's all sorts of things. I could I could go on ages, for ages about that, you know, some of the things. Well, there's there's tons of shit supporting you still. That he survived and went to uh, South America. Yeah, so, Argentina. Yeah, yeah, well, Argentina. Like, I'll tell you a quick one. Now, I got chatted with a guy who claimed to be, uh, uh, I think it was 18, an 18, 18 degree Freemason, 18th degree Freemason. And he reckons he, he, he was chatting with a, a guy at Freemason function and he reckoned he saw Hitler 20 years, uh, or how many years ago, 20, 30 years ago, whatever. Yeah. He was at this function and they're all having a laugh behind, they're all having a laugh about it behind the scenes. I mean, you, they would do, wouldn't they? You know, uh, again, I know. I don't expect everything to resonate with anybody, you know what I mean? But again, I trust these beings that I meet on ayahuasca. Now, again, people say, oh, it's just brain candy and all that. Well, it's not just brain candy. It's all the research and I've done as well that uh, correlates with it. Um, and again, yeah, are they, well, they're not ultimately evil because they're here to teach us, you know, they're here to put fear everywhere. They're keeping the, the realm in a state of fear. And so basically what, what your, your premise of this whole theory of, that you've developed from doing all this psychedelics yeah. and different 
learning different things and synchronicities is that even the even the evil people or the conspiracy shit like everything we just talked about is mm-hmm. not it's a we're all part of the same program or system or whatever yeah. and they're playing their part it's like a movie like they're yeah. you know if, if life's like a movie they're the actors the, the bad guys or the villains and mm-hmm. that's their role in the movie and our yeah. job is to fucking tell them to go fuck themselves yeah, well, our job is to, is to wake ourselves up. And when we do, we realize these this big organization, these big evil empires, they're, they're actually just, uh, they're here. Their job is to come here and to, to, to convince us that we're nothing when we're actually everything. We are the ones that create all the energy. That's what if we were? What if we were all just still like monkey people that are delusional on our own brains we took so yeah, many psychedelics over and there's so many hormones yeah we, we are unbelievably powerful <laughs> beings mate we I'm are joking. so fucking powerful I that's know, why buddha right. laughed you know what i mean when buddha realized yeah. like fucking what this is what it is it's like like the, the, the are vampires i mean a good book stephen king you know the people they're insiders there is no doubt in all sorts of societies stephen king wrote doctor sleep <clears throat> where these old people go around torturing children and they call it steaming. And the more they torture the child, the more the steam comes off and it makes them younger again. <clears throat> and there's a lot of truth in that because, you know, there are all these rumors about adrenochrome and all that. I'm not going to that, but um, they do. It causes massive amounts of uh, adrenaline rushes in, in the child. And so the more they... Yeah, I mean, I think every, a lot of people have seen fear and loathing when he, they take the adrenochrome. This guy will wakes up a couple of days is later no i'll revisit that then uh, yeah. no i didn't know it was in yeah and uh, then and then actually in this season of fear the walking dead on tv they harvest from the zombies the adrenal gland and they fucking take it they eat it like a drug and they get all fucking jacked up and it's like a video game kind of preemptive programming mate preemptive programming i mean 1984 <laughs> and a uh, new world that's what they do they they they, they, they Filter it out there, so we've already got it in our subconscious psyche. It's not as shocking. It's more acceptable when when it becomes reality. Yeah. And it will come reality, I promise you that. There's some really fucking dark shit coming out. I mean, say dark, light, whatever. Who fucking knows? Evil stuff. <laughs> and, um... And, um... Well, we, well, we already see it. It's coming out in Hollywood. It's coming out in the yeah, politics. Last, a large part of the dark night of the soul for me was, um really finding out and feeling that this is truth and it broke my fucking heart man I, I spent nights crying i fucking cried fucking thousands of tears over this fucking and i'm over that bit now you know what i mean i understand that that's what inspired me to go out and fucking find out what's going on i've got to understand this because you know what you got to check out i think you would love it is uh true detective season one if you haven't seen it oh like, brilliant yeah. man brilliant <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what i that's watch tv Stop That's watching. right in the realm of what we're talking about right now. Well, how yeah, does that uh, get on TV if they're controlling it, though? You know, how do they let that? Well, this fly? is it. Preempt. Pre- see, this is it. They, they, they're very confident and they're very cocky with it, you know. And they're going to have to lose that cockiness soon because yeah, people. What I've not took my eye off these these guys for uh, three years. I'm telling you that now. You know, it's not. Um, I'm not obs- obsessive with it now because a piece is coming with it because I'm, I'm sort of like getting getting into my groove now and i know that I'm, i'll find my way to him i'm looking forward to giving him all a big big hug and a kiss you know what i mean uh-huh. because that is the only thing they fear is love the only thing that is a very very clear lesson i got when i was taken and showing all this evil stuff and then it was showing me the ones that were doing it and then they took they were looking at me and then they're in they, they were they were screaming at me uh, help us we can't stop doing it we're addicted we can't stop 
And then I'm like, and then I wish the only way to stop it is to love them. It's to drown them in fucking love, man. You know what I mean? Raise the vibration. They are uncomfortable when the vibrations are raised, which is what's happening now. The only way they can um, make them feel better is by hurting even more. So that's why it's getting out of control. I, I, I think they've lost control about, see, it's not just in these um, Luciferian circles now. They're spreading it out. It's spreading to um, all these corporations, all the billionaires and millionaires and coming join this club and wearing, you know, people like they do, the weak people go, all right, yeah, and they, they tell them that we're in control here. And uh, there's these people that think this fucking resurrection or whatever is happening and uh, it's not going to happen. Um, and all the people who just get the wealth thrown at them, they're like, oh, well, yeah. And then they're out there influencing well, me, all that. With all let this me, shit let me ask you a question. Forget the vibration, yeah. vibrational planes yeah. and the different dimensions and this and that. What if we were to find out that there are aliens? How would this change? Are you, you know, extraterrestrials or life somewhere else? Would that change the way you think about this in any way? Or do you think it's just yeah, different? No, not at all. If I saw an alien, if, if one was fucking walked in my, in my bedroom, I'd be like, <laughs> there is one there. Where are you Turn from? And, uh, do you want to do some DMT with me? <laughs> They're like, I invented this shit. That's where do you think you got it from? Well, look, what I honestly, the alien thing, are the UFOs? Yes, because I know, I, I know. I weren't there. Oh, Rendlesham uh, Forest in your this, homeland. The, yeah, well, yeah. The, the cities of Vril in Germany uh, colluded with the, the Nazis. Yeah, the cities of Vril apparently were privy to uh, anti-gravitational proponent technology. They shared it with the Nazis. You ended up going over to the US, like, you know, and Russia. Well, yeah, uh, Project so, Paperclip, we got all the rocket scientists yeah. from Germany after World War yes, II. Yes, yes, I believe, yeah, you, there, are, there have been UFO sightings. They've got it. They're, they're, it's their toys, and, you know, and could they, could they fake a UFO invasion? Of course they could. Because who knows what you're looking at on, on TV now anyway? You know if it's real or not. So are there aliens, though? No, I think that's, um, I think that's all part of the fear tactic. You see... You've never they're seen one on DMT because there's a lot of trip reports where people yes, do see them yes. on DMT. Yeah, they're interdimensional. They're interdimensional. They're not here in, in what we perceive as flesh and bone here now. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they communicate with them. The Luciferians communicate with all these uh, entities. Um, obviously, different ones than I do. I don't know. They communicate with ones that tell them to go and... Well, do you think there's good, good ones, though, or is this something that you feel is just like well, a, a, a bad thing? No, no, I, I think I think it's all psychological. Um, it's fear mongering again because their role is ultimately to keep us believing in government, governmental, governmentis, mind controllers. They want us believing, giving all our energy, all our attention to the government and a reason for them to exist. Now, one of the last bastions of a reason for me where they will need to exist is if uh, there is an alien invasion, they want to come and get us all. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Who else? Would you go like, I mean, I, for most things in life, I can look after myself, but if I, you know, certainly four years ago, if I thought aliens come down, they'd be like, where's the government? Help me. They know what to do. <laughs> all all yeah. the fucking movies show me. All the movies are going, this is what we do. We'd be able to uh, use these secret weapons we've been developing just in case aliens come. I mean, I'd so look for Joaquin out, Phoenix and then get some water and spray these fuckers down and kill them. Yeah, you know? but it's all, part of the, it's all part of the agenda for us to give our power away. We've got all the fucking power. It's all us. It's all in us, right? We've got to forget all that. 
If a, if a flying saucer come flying past my house, no, I'd be like, it's my fucking giving these fucking CIA <laughs> or whatever you want to fucking call them. Um, but I'm just saying, like, uh, but I was just curious if that would change the the yeah par well, paradigm well, for what you're thinking, or if it would yeah. stay the same, or you know, because the reason why I say that is because um, I think a lot of these things that we talked about this too, like consciousness based, like I think. You can take a picture of something, but maybe there's not that thing in there. But based on our, the way our brain works and our perceptions and whatever you want, a third eye or whatever, maybe we can perceive things that can't be seen yeah. on a camera. Like it's an extra sensory thing that happens yeah. once in a while. That's why people see shit or experience yeah. shit. Um, so I think that that's why I brought that up. Uh, but then the other thing, too, is like I said, on a lot of trip reports and there's a lot of videos where people have seen aliens. In fact, I was telling you before we jumped on when... Maurice and I in the late 90s uh, were in high school, or early 2000s. Um, we would read Irwids, like all the trip reports on Irwids. And it's like, mm -hmm. the one's like, guys, like I saw an alien and dropped my pipe and it shattered. And then another one's yeah. like, you know, somebody had to tell me how to breathe. And it's just like all these. And for us to like read that after, you know, like we were interested in like mushrooms, stuff like that. But to read that kind of stuff, that there was this thing out there. Um, you know, in terms of a, a drug that would allow you to see these things that now we know is produced in our own bodies. Like that's why that's the craziest thing about DMT is the fact that it's produced in our own body, you know, whether mm -hmm. it's high levels or enough to do anything or, you know, it's an endogenous chemical. So, I mean, I think um, that's where we're headed with all this information. So, you know, it started with a something like Irwids and now it's all over the internet and everybody's talking about it. And you're right. I mean, in the last 15, 20 years, as much as we talk about like flower power, people are doing acid and whatever, that was just a, a little movement compared to the precursor. Yeah. This no, is more yeah. about consciousness. People weren't really yep. talking about consciousness back there, back then in like a scientific aspect or a way, you know? Yeah, the sixties was the first wave, you know. Yeah. Now what I what I feels here now is the second wave. No, we're not quite hippies though. We're not here to uh, fucking tie daisies together. We're here to right. sort this out. You know what I mean? Now that softened up the uh, the psychology of it of the of the masses about it all. You know what I mean? Because before the sixties, what what was the psychedelic scene? There was nothing. Um, it's only see this is it. It's only just really started the, the, the human story or the human story of our last civilization. It's only just come on the scene. All this psychedelic stuff, apart from the Greeks were doing it, you know. Um, With the illusion, uh, yeah. I mean, the, mysteries. They, they the, think. Uh, yeah, they, well, they think. Yeah, they think they were taking um, like ergot, like um, the. The wheat that they would grow would grow a type of fungus, is which they that's, which, it, yeah, that's what they use. That's what they use to make LSD. It's like the precursor yeah. to it. But they would take that and brew like some sort of wine or something, and then everybody would drink from it. And then they'd go on this like vision quest thing, like once or twice a year. The Illusion Mysteries, where they go there and they have these experiences. And um, you know, the ancient Greeks wrote about that a lot. It was obviously significant to them. So. Yeah, it's like Plato. I'm reading about that Plato. I'm like, Plato did LSD. I thought it only got fucking invented uh, <laughs> 75 years ago. But it was a different, it was very similar. They extracted the fungus off a, a weed, like you said. Yeah. You know, and they, they draw, they draw cave art. And they were doing it in the uh, in South America as well. Uh, I remember some, some explorer said he... It was and even that show Vikings, um, they, uh, oh, yeah. one of the episodes, it shows them going on this like... Uh, 
retreat to this like holy place and they all eat these mushrooms there and everybody's tripping their fucking balls off in the forest so i mean you know you don't need dmt or ergot or you there's literally um built-in psychedelics pretty much all over the world i mean unless you're in some sort of desert or you yeah. know, fucked up climate like a tundra or something there's you know you've even africa you know i didn't know until this reason but like iboga is a uh, indigenous to Africa, you know, so there's pretty much every continent's got their own thing, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I know how much is out there that we don't know yet, you know, there must be. I would imagine there's people that do know there's other things, but they're not. Right. Not well, I mean, t- t- uh, 5-MeO DMT wasn't discovered until I think like the 80s. Um, really? The guy, the guy that discovered it, there's an episode of Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia. <laughs> that were interested. <laughs> um, and the guy accidentally squeezed like a juice to toad and got juices on his fingers, but he touched one of his cigarettes and then after he lit a cigarette and took a hit he realized holy fuck you know um, so that's how that came to be and that guy wrote like a whole and it just so happened he was familiar with these animals and um, mm. chemistry and all this so he wrote this little pamphlet that's actually a really good episode of um, I gotta get on this show uh, Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia it's uh, the Bufo Alvarez episode where um, it's, I think it's called Psychedelic Toad is the name of the episode but um yeah, that's how that guy, and that was that was only like in the eighties. I mean, even I think DMT wasn't synthesized to like the fifties, and even then it was like a some they're trying to create something from like strawberries. I f- I forget exactly what, but it was some weird thing, Mansky, and then uh, I forgot who the other guy was. But um, yeah, it was synthesized first. It wasn't like, and obviously the Mayans knew about it and all that. But I'm talking about like in a lab and everything with real scientists and. Uh, Mayans used to draw frogs a lot, you know, or toads. Oh, yeah. So I bet that's connected. Yeah, but did they know? Because I think you can die if you like that thing about licking toads is actually false. I think you can die if you do that. If you that. lick it, yeah. I, th- um, I think what they, they do is they, well, they milk the glands and then they like they mm-hmm. scrape off the, the juice yeah, once you it dries. It. You, you squeeze it out and you get like a white thing. You, 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 you scrape it off and you freeze it overnight. Next day, it's ready to go, yeah. apparently. That's and that's what Hamilton smokes. Um, and this dude's like pure hardcore chemist, scientist. And this guy's on the ground lane staring up at this guy saying, love, love, love. And this guy, he's like in a whole... And that's not... If you watch the show, that's not like this guy's personality at all. So it's kind of funny... Um, that's the answer to everything, though, mate. That's that's the experience you, you, you keep getting. I keep reading about it's it's love's the answer to everything because love creates everything. You know, love is the force that creates all the evil. Anyway, it creates the evil to help the love. You know what I mean? Help itself grow. Right. Ultimately. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I was chatting to a lad the, the other day actually. Who reckons he he knows a guy who can uh, he goes around. Sharing the five m, yeah, the talk the MT, um, and he said, "I'll shoot my number." I'm like, "All right, sounds interesting, but not just yet." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it well, sounds thing, absolutely. I think it was legal till not that. I think it was legal till not that long. I think like 2011 or 2010 really? or something like that. Oh, well, Joe Rogan oh, always oh, talks. Too, Joe Rogan oh, on his too, podcast. Oh. Joe Rogan always talks about how he bought like a big thing of it. Um, before it was like you could just get it on the internet now it's illegal you can't do that but back then it was just something you could just get you know yeah because till they realize that it's popping people's heads up and they're not bothered about it are they <laughs> um well, 
Well, we used to read, we read uh, in high school, Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test by Tom Wolfe, which is a great fucking book um, about like the uh, acid test in the 60s and the, with the Grateful Dead and, you know, all the different characters, Ken Kesey okay. and Neil Cassidy and all that stuff. But um, in that book, um, they taught how, you know, ass, they were the people that were testing, like the government used them. They were like the test subjects with this. Mm-hmm stuff early on and then it became legal illegal in like 1965 so like they were part of like the first wave of people to try it and then it became illegal and then they had to find somebody and then the grateful dead had osley which was this master lsd maker and stuff that's where they got all their shit from and uh but yeah i mean it's it's an interesting you should check that book out um for sure electric kool-aid acid test it's a super well written book too Send me that, mate. I'll want to forget it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look up Tom, Tom Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, you'll find. Yeah, Tom Wolf's oh, a serious oh, writer. That's, that's yeah. memorable. Um, righty. Uh, I just want to go back to the quick note as well. I mean, two hours are we on now? Freaking hell! But uh, hey, little time for. <laughs> you know, I go on for another, another two easy. You know what I mean? But I mean, we'll get you back on, man. We got a lot to go over. This is well, yeah. Um, again, it'd be cool. Can we get three way with Dick? Yeah, I mean we're up. So like we, I said, we're both all together after. You know what I mean? Because it'd be we'll have a laugh talking about what we experienced there. You know? Yeah, our um, first three actually it'll it won't be three because Maurice I guess can't do it. But I'm gonna interview those Dreaming Jaguar guys here uh, in the next week and a half. I don't know if you've checked out their their channel yet. It's pretty cool on uh, YouTube. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll get you on with him after you guys do that uh, retreat and. Uh, I might come along. <laughs> well, mate, hey, give, give me a shout. I mean, I I plan on doing one every year, you know, just to, because uh, ask you, you don't want to keep doing it. You know, once a year is plenty enough. I'm sure a lot of yeah. experienced people will tell you that. But it's just um, something I want to do every year, roughly every year, just to keep myself ticking over and, and in touch with that. And I'm, I'm, I feel I'm growing anyway. You know, a large part I owe it to ayahuasca, but in my own way, I'm uh, I'm really breaking out now, and I'm ready to get out talking to anybody who wants to listen. Like I said before about this, and um, I'm, I'm going to do another about, podcast. Man. Well, get back. I've been speaking to another guy. He's going to have me on his his podcast. That's what I want to do. Nice. Uh, and again, uh, even the things that don't resonate, you know, um, I'm very confident when I've been shown. No, like you said, we all have our own truth too. Like that's your truth. Yeah. No, no, yeah, I'm not. Dis- sure. Like that's your experience. I'm not disputing yes, that. I, yes. I, I think. Um, I love talking and hearing other ideas, man. This is what life's all about. Yeah, I mean that's mm-hmm. the whole point of our show. Like we might not agree on stuff. Yeah. That doesn't mean we can't that's have the cool, conversation. Yeah. yeah, I take something from every like every podcast we've had, whether I haven't believed in any of it or all of it or some of it or whatever. I always take away something that correlates to my own truth. You know, so. Um, you know, that's like he said, that's the most important part is just people sitting down having real conversations, you know? And ask good questions. You, you know, you've asked me some good questions as well again that um, they've got me thinking a bit as well. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> well, I want to know that. too because I've never done it. So, I mean, like, if I were to do it, I would know some of these things, obviously, myself. Like, if I were to do it, yeah. I would know. I would know the thing about, like, if I have preconceived notions about what I'm going to think about mm-hmm. while I'm in it, does that influence? And I would look at it from a more. Not that I wouldn't enjoy it or go along with it or whatever, but I would have more of an analytical 
um, approach to it from the sense that I there's a mystery about it, you know, and like Dr. Rich Straussman thinks that we release it when we're born and when we die. Um, hence the white light when you're born and the baby sees mm-hmm. like this big blurry white light. And when you die near death experiences, a lot of people see the white light and then some people come back and all that. So there's some interesting stuff about that. Uh, but just there, it's like one of those things that just, I find it fascinating. Um, and I don't think I need to do it to, to just, understand the gist of it you know like yeah i'm not going to get it from the sense of the experience just like if i try to tell somebody about you know when i was younger i ate seven g's of dried mushrooms they wouldn't they'd have no fucking idea what that <laughs> they'd have no well, ex- you could have seen anything you know what i mean and um, right and it's truth but to them they're like no you just had brain candy and it's well it's truth to you because your experience you know like i think that's Ter- terrence mckenna says that too it's like is it true? You know, is the thing true? Yeah. Well, you're experiencing it, so it is true. Now, does yeah. it have some sort of value? You know, mm. in in the realm of real things, you know, Society. that's a different story. You know. Well, that, that's it. It's like McKenna says as well, though. We're, culture is one mass hallucination. We're all hallucinating. We're all hallucinating the same fucking hallucination. And that's so that that is Pretty reality. Heady. That is yeah. our. There's a TED talk on that. It's called hallucinating reality or something. And the guy, it's a scientist. He's a neuroscientist and he's talking about how he thinks that we're hallucinating our reality. Like, you know, like that's what consciousness is. I don't know in what's like, we are kind of just built up of all these endogenous chemicals and hormones and drugs and all sorts of things. So it might not be out of the realm of possibilities. It's in, it's in Paul Levy's book as well. Um, He's saying uh, it's it's a a co-created dream, you know, um, the the Aborigines uh, call it a dream. A yeah, dream dancing when they do that little uh, uh, shimmy. Uh, yeah, they live in what they call dream time, don't they? It's a different. Yeah, they've got a slightly different perception of that dimensional perception than us. You know what I mean? And I can believe yeah. that they they keep it. They've kept it real. I don't know how. After all, shit they've had like everyone around the world. But you know, um, yeah, Paul Lever talks about it being a co-created dream, and I, I can I can get that as well. It's very yeah. freaking, you know, how can you dream within a dream? Well, everything's a dream within a dream within a dream within a dream. Anyway, you know what I mean? It's, it's a fractal. It's a fractal universe. It's a fr- everything's fractal. Um, but um, what I can, what I can promise, you know, I can promise though is um, everything is, it is energy ultimately, you know what I mean? I, I, never, I never got back, so I'll, I'll leave you with this one now, quick one. What, what happened to me, uh, not what happened to me, what I experienced on the, uh, the the last retreat I went to, it was only a small one. There was only three of us. Um, the shaman was celebrating his the birth of his kid in Amazon, so he gave us a massive drink. Honestly, man, we were freaking. <laughs> <laughs> the Dutch lad and the Dutch girl were, were there. It was one of their second ever drinks since the night before, which we had a small one. Didn't do much. I didn't really get much to, for the first time, but uh, so that's probably another reason why he gave us so much. And I'm like, who can I get all this down? I got it down. I'm like, whoa. And then yeah, wow, man. <laughs> I had a fucking amazing time, mate, surrounded by entities all just grooving with me and wanting <clears throat> at first just meet and greet and then off I went and more serious ones. Um, anyway, the girl was having a really bad time. She was crying nonstop, really loud for about two hours. And then I was facing the Dutch lad and he was um, he was horrendously purging uh, in, a, in a big way. I've never heard anybody purge like that before. I thought, is he all right, this guy? Yeah. He kept crying out for salt, and he's salt, and all this. He's a cook. He probably thought he could. He needed salt because of what fluids he were losing. Right. 
And it went on for about, I don't know, two and a half, three hours. I don't know. You know, it was towards the end of the ceremony and he's still going on making all these horrible noises. And I'm like having a great time in corner. I'm like loving it. And well, <laughs> you're like, Whoa. And they're like puking and like crying and shit. Oh, you're, yeah, but you're having the time of your life. Well, I was aware, I was aware of him there, but I was, you know, I was in my own, had my own thing going on. But then as I start, before I could feel myself coming out, I'm, I'm looking at my spirit mates, my pals, I'm going, this guy needs some help here. Can we not help him out? I'm like, send him somewhere in my love. I'm like, come on, got loads in here. Send it in my life. So I'm covered. Oh, we're doing what this, the shaman doing. They're just like, yeah. <laughs> I've I'm seen that on Hamilton. Him, don't they Whatever, do like liquid? Like, don't they blow liquid and like smoke out yes. like that? Dude? They go, Pfft. water. Oh, it's beautiful, man. Yeah. It, it's like, it's blowing, but it's like, oh, it feels good though. It's like really refreshing. It, um, it's cool. Um, so I'm saying, my spirit guy, this guy's having a really bad time here. Like, and I'm having, a, I feel a bit, you know, a bit guilty. Like, I'm having all this, this good time. Like, same some of my love. So, doing all this. And then, honestly, two minutes later, he got, he got up and went out. And facilitator said, "You're going to carry on the the, uh, the ceremony now, but he's done now. He's gone outside to sit under the stars and get some fresh air, you know, with a big blanket." So we finished the ceremony off, last bit, and then I went out to see if we were all right. And as soon as I went out, he came up to me, shaking me on. He's going, "Thank you, thank you." And I'm like, "What?" And he goes, "Uh, he goes, I was really struggling. Then I thought I was dying. There was no end to it. It was not ending." But then all of a sudden, I noticed you in the corner and how calm you were. And I, I just, you got me attention. And then next thing, he says, he says, no shit. I could see waves of like, energy coming at me from you. And they were soothing me. He says, it's soothing me. And uh, all of a sudden, I just felt like I could get outside. So I, that's when I got up and went and got fresh air. He's saying, thank you, whatever it were. And I went, fucking hell, man. No <laughs> way, because I fucking sent that. <laughs> and when I was saying to my spirits here, like, come on, let's help him, one of them looked round at me and they went, smiled and like, and then looked back at him. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was like you're in Street Fighter and you were sending like finishing moves and it was, but they were good finish him. <laughs> they were like, I good finish. Yeah, they're that's like absolute fucking bullshit nonsense, whatever. Look, there were people, uh, and I'm not bothered about getting proof because it's something that happened and I'm like, wow, that's cool as fuck that. Everything is energy and it can be manipulated. It's fucking possible. I've seen it. So it's all I need. No, you know what I mean? I just thought I'd leave you with that. Um, oh, yeah. All right. And he spoke about it next day. Well, what the fuck? I don't know what the fuck, mate, but isn't it cool? You know what I mean? It's like, it was all about intention. I wanted him to feel better. You know what I mean? So, and, and, it, and it helped him. Whatever. Um, but that. That really left me coming away going, what the fuck is all this going on here? This is amazing. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, who knows? We'll see what happens this time when I go with, uh, with Dick and um, my other mate, Sam, who's also, he's been to a retreat in, um, in Peru, but he didn't get much, so he's open for a good breakthrough this time. So <clears throat> I think he will. Well, yeah, hopefully you guys uh, have a great time and be safe and uh, I'll have you say back. We'll have you back on after, and we'll we'll get the cool. we'll get the get the uh, down low on what happened. Sure, mate. I'll, uh, I'll, I'm, I intend to write notes this time as well. You know, as I'm coming around, so I yeah, can, it'll probably I'll probably just draw a lot of fucking stupid shit. I, I mean, if you want to just videotape yourselves, we, we can yeah. throw that footage up on after that too. Is, that uh, well, that's that's my plan this year, mate. I want to do. I still want to do a documentary, and uh, I'm get like a speak. GoPro. Hook it onto yourself. Oh. <laughs> 
Well, we got camera well, gear, man. We got some good stuff. So the, the last retreat I went to was uh, I didn't purge hardly. I purged for five minutes out of three retreats. Uh, the last one I didn't purge at all. I would have straight into the groove of it. But <laughs> knowing me, if I put a GoPro on, mate, it'll be projectile all night. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's entertainment. Uh, all right, yeah, guys, uh, that might get some. That might get some views, though. Actually, it you, would, you yeah, yeah, that, that, it'd be big on Facebook, wouldn't it? You know, <laughs> it, it's, it's a new guy, movie yeah. called The Purge, but it's not the same <laughs> as you think. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, guys. Um, yeah, cheers, thanks for man. coming on. We'll we'll get you back on after. again. Honestly, um, I love doing it. Um, I, like I say, it helped me a lot. Last September, getting it off my chest and just speaking to whatever, and then and, I, and then sharing it with my friends as well. Some of them have been a bit like that, but they come in round. Some of them are, are messaging me now, asking asking me about things and saying, you know, they're finding things are getting a bit weird. I'm like, well, it, it's going to get weirder. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm here. I'm here for whenever, you know. And even if people think like they've they fucked me off because they thought we're going weird, well, I did go weird. I went weird compared to what you thought were, were normal. Because what, what is what is sanity? Sanity is what the majority thinks is normal, isn't it? That's all it is. Right. Well, and you, know you I mean? said you've you've gained stuff. You know, you've gained positive attributes to yeah. your personality and yourself right. since you know doing. So, I mean, how, how, who can fault you for that? If something helps you, it helps you. It doesn't really matter really. if it's a placebo or if it's what it. But it happens to be this substance. So, you know, if it helps you, it helps you. Mm -hmm. That's so. it, man. Onwards and upwards, yeah. All right, yeah, thanks yeah. for coming on, Paul, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace. We'll do, guys. I'll, uh, I'll be in touch, and um, we'll set it up uh, in April with it, yeah? All right. Sounds Peace. good. All right, top men. Peace. See you later. Peace. Okay.